0: Welcome everybody to episode number forty-four of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. Will Corey. Today we're going to be talking about Star Wars video games, and actually this is a topic that I didn't, I thought we could breeze over pretty fast, but it turns out there is a hundred and forty-five Star Wars ga- different wow. different Star Wars games. Wow! So I spent pretty much all day doing research on this topic. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, no problem. But, you know, it was worth (laughs) it. I actually enjoyed it. It uh, made me remember a lot of Star Wars games that I had played that I I just didn't remember Mm -hmm. at all. Um, And even some of them I know I played, I just didn't remember anything about the game. So that was kind of cool. But before we get into that, we have some teasers. We're going to obviously be talking a little more Diablo 3. I bought Dragon's Dogma. And that's what I'll be talking about later. I did. Nice. Um, Uncharted, Torchlight 2 beta. And DC Universe Online are also going to be talked about later on in the episode. So Who played that? What's
1: that? DC. Corey, Corey did? did? Yeah. I did. I've That's on
0: wa- PlayStation, right?
2: Yeah, it took like four hours to download and install.
1: Really? I've always wanted to play that game. It's insane. It's free
0: to play, right? Yeah. You could try it. I might. Give it-, give it a shot. I'll see what Corey says later. Right, right. Yeah, yeah it depends on Corey's uh, recommendation. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, NibbleBits. Will, why don't you... Take us away first with nimble bits.
3: Uh, my first one is there's going to be new Mass Effect 3 multiplayer DLC arriving on May 29th to the Xbox 360. It's called the Rebelli- Rebellion Pack, and as I said, it's free. Two new maps, Firebase Goddess and Firebase Jade. Uh, there's new characters, which are the Vortra Soldier and Sentinel, uh, Male Quarian, <coughs> Engineer and Infiltrator, and uh, Ex Vanguard, and Adept mm-hmm. are uh, going to be the new classes or new characters. Very nice. Uh, there's a new Minecraft update called version 1.8. Adds creative mode, which gives the players invulnerability, infinite blocks to build stuff, and the power of flight with some other stuff in there.
1: Is that for Xbox? Yeah.
3: Um, and yeah, I was
2: going to say, don't they already have the creative mode in PC? Yeah, yes. they
3: do. They're trying to make it more like PC without yeah. making it perfect yeah. like yeah. the PC one, kind of. Um, and then... The Bioware Austin branch is letting go of some developers that worked on Star Wars: The Old Republic. Uh, they said it's for restructuring purposes that they let go of some developers, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting to me.
2: AKA time to save money.
3: Yep. Yeah, I think too that I mean a lot of the work
0: goes into making the game, and there's not as much work for the developers after the game's already made, especially yeah. for a MMORPG. I mean, they develop like you know patches and stuff, but it's Other probably not as it... much as developing the whole game, you know?
3: Yeah, that's true.
0: Alright, that's all I had. Alright, Eric, what do you got for us?
1: I just got one here. Okay. A little little tidbit about Minecraft 360, which I I didn't play, but I watched my friend play the demo. I'm probably gonna end up getting it, but um... um, In its first week, it launched on May 9th and became profitable in just 60 minutes. This is from Gamespot.com. It sold 400,000 copies in its first 24 hours. Um... So that's pretty impressive. That is impressive. And it says it was the number two game online in terms of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Unique users. Oh, okay. It was only behind Modern Warfare 3. So <laughs> wow. it was that of Battlefield, FIFA, everything.
3: That's impressive. And that is really impressive.
1: So Okay. Yeah.
2: So, so Minecraft's popular.
0: It is super popular. I actually want to try it, but I don't want to get sucked into it like I'm gonna, everyone I, else. I'm gonna get it. It's All just right. a matter of when. Right,
3: right. I saw a video where they recreated uh, the Reapers attack from Mass Effect Three. Yeah, there's some that s- was insane, really
0: <laughs> impressive things. I saw one where some guy recreated uh, a lot of the Final Fantasy Six cities in Minecraft, <laughs> like to a T. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. But the creativity of some people. I couldn't do that. That's the thing. I don't think I have that. Well, you can make make whatever you want, but that sort of stuff takes, like, so much time.
1: The reason I'm going to get it is because you can play it with other people. Yeah. So, like, Bill got it. Okay. So we'll probably play together and build 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 cities and whatnot.
3: Yeah. Fight out zombies. Yeah. There you go.
1: That will be fun. Yeah.
0: All right, Corey, what do you got for us?
2: Uh well, I guess the maybe not the biggest news, but one big story of this past week is uh the Destiny leak. Um part of the dispute between Activision and Infinity Ward, uh the Infinity Ward co- co-founders was uh the the documents regarding Bungie's next mm. title came out. Yeah. Um it's titled Destiny and it's set for launch in 2013. Um and its sub- subsequent sequels will release in 2015, 2017 and
4: 2019. Oh mm-hmm. cool
2: um it'll be available on 360 and the next gen microsoft console um but it'll also go multi platform like a year later and it was described as a sci fantasy action shooter game um and most people think it's an MMO all rumors point to that hmm. um because the court documents reference server maintenance community management subscription system and a beta oh, cool. um, but i don't know i that doesn't
0: necessarily me, smell of MMO to me that, that's I don't exactly
2: think. what i thought um it could just be you know a, a heavily online game like right. all of the call of duties and stuff like that you yeah. know um because okay. they, they have like with what's call of duties subscription service elite elite yeah. yeah
0: battlefield doesn't battlefield have one now Battle- too? yeah battlefield got one okay
2: yeah and it doesn't have to be you know a traditional mmo to have a beta right yeah um i think starhawk had a beta for, for example yeah that's that's i mean
3: that's a multiplayer shooter really close recon all the halos had a beta right maybe not the first one but
0: uh yeah um, i did play the halo 3 beta yeah and right
3: each had one
0: hey, yeah halo 3 beta was on uh cr- the crackdown when mm-hmm. the xbox first came out yeah and i played that briefly
2: yeah. yeah so maybe it's not an mmo as we know it but still like
0: have some elements
2: an, yeah kind of an mmo yeah. um but the expansions are set for the off years, so that would be 2014, 2016, 2018, and 2020. So you know, every other year we'll get a new game, and in between we'll get DLC mm-hmm. nice. um, expansions. Uh, Gamasutra reported that if Destiny receives about uh, above a 90 on Metacritic, Bungie will receive a 2.5 million dollar
0: bonus. Wow, really?
2: Um, which is kind of BS, you know, to, to like Metacritic. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a collection of reviews, but you know.
1: There's some problems with that.
0: Yeah, but and, still, I guess a, it's a big incentive. game, a big game like that's probably going to have a lot of haters too. You know, oh, yeah. something from yeah. Bungie.
1: Yeah, those assholes that just give it a bad score just because. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, and if Destiny does not have, if if it doesn't move 500 million units in its first six months, or not? I'm sorry, did I say 500 million? Yeah, yeah. I'm, five million units <laughs> in its first six months. Activision Activision can void the contract and walk away from it altogether.
0: Wow. Hmm.
2: So it's kind of a big deal uh, in a lot of different ways, and it'll be interesting to see.
0: I'm probably going to embrace that. it. Me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. It,
2: it
1: has been, been embraced yeah. in this room. Bungie.
2: You know, it kind of makes me think, though, is this like the next Call of Duty? Are they already anticipating a, a fall of Call of Duty, or maybe they just want another Call of Duty, you know?
3: Probably. Yeah, I just, yeah probably.
1: In, in which case, I'm in. Me too.
3: Yeah. Sadly. <laughs> i may
0: with Co- black ops 2 drink the call of duty cool yeah way.
1: get into it dan but we'll see
0: drink it we'll I, see
3: i said something about uh this starting of the story is like they some enemy took control over the bots and stuff from yeah. the u.s and yeah turned them against yeah, us our drones that's kind of cool it's probably gonna happen anyway <laughs> yeah that's
0: true foreshadowing all right cory what do you got for us
2: so. Uh, well, I'll move on. Uh, an interview with Sound and Vision uh, with the Robomoto, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD developers, uh, revealed their soundtrack and for, the, for, uh, for Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD. And Ooh. Superman by Goldfinger is confirmed.
0: Sweet. In it. That was the best um, song on the game.
2: Oh, it was. And, and every time I hear that song, I think of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater yeah. skating around in the warehouse. Yeah,
0: it made me get pumped up when I played that game.
1: I don't sure. think I remember that song.
0: We'll play it in the break.
1: All right. Holding on to what I am, pretending I'm a Superman.
0: No, you'll know it when you hear it. You'll, okay? Yeah,
2: you'll know it. Uh, it has uh, some of the other ones like uh, May 16th from Lagwagon and stuff like that, which I actually listened to, and it brought back a lot of memories. Yeah. Uh, moving along, a the uh, the David Shaw, the ITC judge recommended that Xbox 360 be banned in the United States
4: I mm-hmm, saw that uh,
2: because of the ongoing patent dispute with Motorola,
4: mm-hmm.
2: which is interesting because I guess what happens now is if the rest of the ITC agrees with Shaw, then uh, the decision will be up to President Obama and his uh, advisors on whether or not to ban the Xbox 360. I have a comment.
0: I have a comment for that. Tread carefully, motherfucker. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Agreed. <laughs> That's all I gotta say.
2: Yeah, I can't imagine. Well, you know, they, they did ban it. Was it Germany that they? Germany, banned yeah,
0: it? yeah. I so, can't see that happening here.
2: I can't either. I don't think it'll get that far. Some, something something will give in the meantime. My, no.
0: Microsoft will feed politicians money so they don't ban it.
1: Would it just yeah. ban it from being sold here?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's the. It's only two of the systems too. It's not even all of them. It's not. It's the four gigabyte one and the two fifty. It's not even the three twenty or or any of the previous versions of it. So I
2: think it's the slim.
0: Yeah, the slim ones, but not the 320-gig slim ones. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's not like any of the special edition ones either, I don't right. think. I yeah. think it's specifically the 4 and the 250-gig. I think I read that someplace. But, Darn. Yeah. We'll see. Uh,
2: hang on. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. No problem.
0: Uh,
2: 6.3 million people own Diablo 3, mm-hmm. and oh. it quickly became the fastest-selling PC game of all time. Really? yes believe it or not wow that's 3.5 of... million copies were sold within 24 hours of its launch
1: yeah i don't like it
2: that's crazy
0: i think a lot of that has to do with emphasis on digital downloads probably that's yeah. how justin hey, bought it oh is it mm-hmm. okay i mean i personally like the hard copy but i can see where you would like the digital version because you yeah. got the digital version right cory yes okay
2: I wanted to have it installed and ready to go as soon as possible, but it didn't make a difference because I couldn't play it. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Uh, Dead Island Game of the Year Edition was announced, and it includes all three DLC packs for $30. Mm -hmm.
3: That's a good deal. That is a pretty good
2: deal. Uh, And that'll be out June 26th in North America.
4: Okay.
2: And July 6th in Europe, if you're listening in Europe. And the last one I have, I didn't really read the article, I just skimmed through it, uh, but motion control startup Leap Motion demoed its uh, 3D motion control system, similar to the Kinect, but different, Um, and at the same time, it is a hundred times more accurate than the Kinect. Really? Wow. So, yeah, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, look that up.
0: That'll be interesting to hear. I wonder how how they figured that out, that it was a hundred times, so it'll be interesting to... Yeah,
2: the demo was given to CNET, and I guess uh, this startup has a lot of funding behind it and stuff cool. so that's awesome and it it'll be uh, compatible with Windows and Mac and will come out early next year for 70 bucks
3: oh wow that's which is crazy
2: bad. because i know microsoft is kind of pushing the connect for pc
3: yeah
0: so well that'll we'll... probably i know windows 8 is going to kind of feature that a little bit you can do motion controls for controlling the operating system so maybe that'll be something that you can use instead of the connect
2: Right, right. I, I, I just don't see Microsoft. You know, they'll they'll probably make it not work well or something like that. If, right. if it's a direct competitor, I don't know. Maybe they'll integrate it somehow. Who knows?
0: Yeah, but they'll just buy them.
4: Yep.
2: Buy them right <laughs> yeah, the fuck out. Yeah. Very possible. Okay. All
0: that's right. That's all I got. Thanks, Corey. Um, uh, XCOM: Enemy Unknown, uh, the new strategy game from Firaxis and 2K Games, will be available October 9th uh, in the U.S. and twelfth uh, October twelfth internationally. Uh, It's a game I'm going to get. I love the first XCOM. It's a sweet PC strategy game. Uh, Comcast increases its monthly data cap from 250 gigabytes to 300 gigabytes, Ah, which I gave them shit for last week because I said they would never raise it. And I feel like they did it to spite me.
1: Dan, I know. It was all because of you. And everybody that has Comcast has you to thank.
0: Yes, they do. So you're welcome, Comcast subscribers.
1: (laughs) No, you had it. Comcast.
0: Comcast. Con, yes.
1: Is in a bunch of Connors. Oh, they
0: are Connors, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Concast,
0: Concast. I haven't cast. heard that yet. It's surprising.
1: I, I just coined it right now. Nice word. Nice.
0: Uh, World of Warplanes enters closed beta on Thursday, May thirty first. Uh, sounds like an interesting game. I like the name personally. It's a World War Two, um, piloting combat game. Ooh. That's cool. Yeah. As I said, I really like the name too. Yeah,
1: I think games like that are pretty fun. Yeah.
0: Um, and then Skyrim Update 1.6 adds horse combat for PC players. Um, it's supposed to come, come soon on console. So yes. they said to, they said to you know keep, keep, your keep eyes. tabs. Yeah. Woohoo! So. All right, Corey, how's your <laughs> week? It's pumped. Does
2: it include horse armor?
0: Uh, I didn't read anything about horse armor. Uh, okay. But pro- it, you would probably need horse armor if they're going to be in combat now.
3: Yeah, sure. That's true.
0: So what do you got for us, Corey? What'd you do this week?
2: Uh I was here and there and everywhere, but I would say the most interesting thing I did was on uh, I guess it was Sunday night, uh went to a little restaurant and saw a bunch of Elvis impersonators. <laughs> which was hilarious. Nice. Because they were they were good, but they were bad at the same time, yeah. you know. A
1: typical Elvis impersonator. Yeah, 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 yeah. like
2: they, they hammed it up a lot. Yeah. And it was a father and a son and a grandmother. And, like, the son was really good. And he was, like, young and handsome. And, and, and you know, he could sing really well. And the the man was, like, not very good at all. Yeah. And you could tell, like, the son didn't want to tread on his dad's, you know, feet or anything. So it oh, was always, like, always off to the back. And, you know, the dad was trying to sell albums at the end. And the son, who had legitimate talent, was just kind of hanging out himself really i felt bad for him because no, nobody asked him for a cd and everybody asked the the older man for a cd and i went up to him after the show and i'm like hey man great show and he was sitting by himself like in the corner nobody was talking to him he's huh. like oh
1: thanks dude <laughs> how old was he would you say
2: uh mm, 30 oh. maybe a little bit older huh 30 35 somewhere in there and the dad was eh, you know something
1: something.
0: boy that's interesting and he
1: had a
2: his his elvis was disco elvis
0: oh the bad elvis nobody
2: likes <laughs> yeah. that elvis yeah. no
0: who the fuck is he <laughs> the, oh, the, that's the, probably
2: the, the most interesting thing i did this past week so. okay other than the usuals
0: yeah the i feel like the movie star elvis was was pretty talented the young days sure. of his you know i singing. like
1: elvis's music my my mom actually got to see him live
0: oh really yeah that's cool yep.
3: yeah he does have some good stuff i agree Okay. Will, how about you? Um, I finished up baseball this week. We lost 2-1 to one against Union Springs in our sectional game. Oh, it was that close, huh? Yeah, it was pretty close. It was a tough loss, but whatever. We, also, last Saturday we had a wooden bat tournament, and we played Newfield for our first game, and I played pretty well. The most exciting thing is we were uh, tied up in the last inning with a runner on uh, first base with two outs, and I got put up there to bat against their best pitcher. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> She so got I, I singled up the center yeah. up to the center uh <clears throat> fielder and then didn't even take a lead off first, and then one of my friends doubled in uh the other kid to win the game, nice. which was really exciting. Yeah. we were all pretty pumped after that, and then we played Tayoga and gave up eleven runs in like the second inning. Ugh. But then we lo- we only lost like twelve to six. Huh. So. From
1: riches to rags. Yeah, nice. it was bad. You put that nice Jeter single right up the middle though, didn't you? Yes, I did. I went two for three that game, I had a nice. double. I also nice. got p- picked off second, though. Oh, That
3: happens. Would they have
1: petted out there?
3: I don't know. Their pick-off move was really good. The mm-hmm. coach kept telling me to push it to, like, get a bigger and bigger lead, so I did, and they finally, like, I was too far back to even...
1: Should have told your coach to F Wait, off.
3: Wait, you got picked off a second? Yeah. That's a... Pretty decent pickoff. Yeah, it was it was impressive. It fooled me. Who who got it? The second baseman or the, the second baseman? Short... Then I got into a rundown, and I was knew I was faster uh, than everybody in the infield besides their shortstop, who ended up getting a single off of in the last inning. Yeah. So I was like, I need to slide in second here to make sure I get in safe, and I just barely got out. Uh, huh. But you know, that happens. But we're done with baseball, so I have more time to play video games. There you go.
0: Perfect. Happy day. Yeah,
3: I started to enjoy it towards the end, sure. a lot more. That's good. Other than that, didn't do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Eric, how about you?
1: Uh, well, my best story of the week is uh, it's a Tyler story. And for those that are first time listeners, Tyler's our trusty intern. He's not here again. He's another no call, no show tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to be careful how I tell this story. But he, we were <laughs> uh, at a friend's house the other night just hanging out. It was kind of not really a party, but we were drinking and whatnot. And Tyler is known for driving people around when they're drunk. He just always is the driver. Mm-hmm. So we get there, and he drove me. So I was drinking. I was actually drinking wine. And Ooh. next thing I know, Tyler comes over to me just shit-faced. And he's like, I I can't drive us home tonight. And I'm like, alright. Uh-huh. So I quit drinking. And I was like, I'll, I'll drive us home. I just gotta make sure I'm 100%. So the night's going on, and Tyler just keeps doing shots of vodka with this girl who, um, most would probably say is less than desirable. And by the end of the night, I'll be damned if we didn't find Tyler out in his car, in his back seat, just getting sucked off by this girl. <laughs> <laughs> and for the people that know this girl, Corey, I'll tell you who it is off the air. Uh... Mm-hmm. Well, it was pretty funny, and we've done nothing but just rip on Tyler since then, and it's been pretty awesome. <laughs> and it's one of the favorite things that Tyler's ever done for us. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just given us so much ammunition to use. He wonders why everybody picks on him. And, I mean, well, it's he... just such a classic Tyler move. Is like, it? of all the girls, it's this one. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's like, it's that girl that you think of like, really? That one? Uh-huh. So... Huh. It was pretty sweet. That was my favorite memory from this week for sure. Nice. Um but me and me and Justin and Jeff who've both been on the show. We went out golfing the other day and we had quite a few good laughs at Tyler's expense. <laughs> so
0: Very nice. Yeah. All right.
1: And just trust me, I'm leaving out some really good parts that I'll tell you guys later. Okay. I don't I don't really want to say too much more on here. Yeah. Tyler's already gonna be pissed off enough. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, I would think so. Maybe he won't listen.
1: <laughs> he probably won't. Not until fall when he's gotta <laughs> to
0: drive to Oneana again.
1: So like.
2: Well, as the uh as the story as you told it, um, all I can say is good for Tyler.
1: Well, so far. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Probably not right. once you hear the rest of it. <laughs> okay. But you know, I completely encouraged it while it was going on. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> he kept telling me, he's like, Eric, I'm so ashamed of myself. I was like, no, 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 go ahead, have fun. <laughs> it's fun. Go ahead. <laughs> Good,
0: good clean fun exactly <laughs> okay um <Dan. laughs> i had i had a wedding this weekend which you know weddings are always fun uh oh, I, mean, dra- I drank, i drank a ton i gotta interrupt you yeah
1: i completely forgot the wife graduated from college yeah i guess that would probably be the best thing that happened. really uh yeah she graduated from nursing school because we were at the party that yeah. night so it made me think of it dan yep. showed up later on but yeah
0: really drunk i showed up later <laughs> congrats
1: on. to her She worked very hard. I'm proud of her.
0: Yeah, I was uh one of the most dressed up guys at the whole wedding, and I don't really dress up that much. You look
1: damn good, Dan. Thank
0: you. Um, but some people were wearing shorts and or not shorts, uh, jeans and hats, and I'm like, really? Come on, guys. Dan,
1: I mean, if I'm judging from the bride's brother,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: I could see it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Any camo?
0: i didn't see any camo no but but i mean it was a fun wedding i drank a ton obviously could be because i showed up at bobby's later um where where amory and and eric and and a few of their friends were were hanging out and i was chatting everybody drunkenly chatting everybody up.
1: one of the drunkest times i've ever seen (laughs) yeah
0: i was you know i had my 10 or 15 jack and ginger Mixed beverages. You're
1: your knees deep in alcohol yeah. that day, I can tell you that. But the
0: funny thing is, is, I remember mostly everything. I mean, I remember everybody I talked to, and usually that doesn't happen. Then I woke up the next morning with no hangover wow. or anything, which it's is great. Best
1: when that happens.
0: I had a little bit of a headache, but I don't really consider that to be hungover. Um, That's a win. Yeah, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. I beat Diablo three this week. Hey. thank you. And then I went to the the midnight release for Ghost Recon to pick up my copy of Dragon's Dogma, (laughs) and there was probably eight people there for Ghost Recon, and then I was the only asshole there for Dragon's Dogma. I'm
1: surprised they had a midnight release for Ghost Recon. I
0: was, too, because they told me when I... Because I kind of decided to get it late, and they told me uh, that I could pick it up at midnight, and I figured rather than... On Tuesday, loading my son up in the car and driving over to the mall. It's it's a pain in the ass to get him in and out of the back of my car because I have a two-door car. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just go at midnight because, you know, the wife was home with the baby. So, so yeah, I went. I was like, might as well. But, yeah, there was hmm. eight pe- like eight people there, seriously. Wow.
3: Ghost Recon. When you said you got a game but you weren't going to tell us, I thought it was Ghost Recon. But
0: yeah, I figured that's what you thought.
1: I had no idea. And I, t- I told Dan earlier when he told me that he had something new to talk about. I my first thought was because he didn't say it was video game related. Uh-huh. I thought that him and Vale were having another kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> but so I and asked just, him. Just dragons dogma. Just dragons dogma. Dragons <laughs> dogma. You know, I literally know nothing about this game. Okay, so they I'm excited it. to hear all about all
0: it. All right. Um. So yeah, that's all I did this week. Really, I did get to play a lot of video games again, which is again nice. Um. So, but yeah, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, the music you're going to hear during the break is by the band Bare Wires. The song is Romantic Girl. So we'll be right back right after this.
5: I got it. I wonder, can I get you now? I wonder, do you feel the sound? And is it only about the danger? If you can never get it right back then, I'll get you on the ball, I'll get you i not try to it so hard, but do it at the same time. Noah is like and she's going to keep it right back. Can't i because the is such a bad dog. I guess you'll never know. And it's hard to rearrange. to rearrange. It seems something had to change. Mm-hmm. How Every single take-out And now it seems that I should say that That if it's only but to count down Remember you never get a right back There you the at the same time
0: Welcome back, everybody, to episode 44 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. As I said before the break, we're going to be talking about Star Wars video games today. Uh, and there's a ton of them, so we had to gloss over large sections of Star Wars games. Uh, I tried to pick out some of the more notable ones, and also ones that I ended up playing, um, good or bad. So that's that's going to be the focus of this episode. Starting with 1982... Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back for the Atari mm-hmm. 2600 and a Intellivision uh, by Parker Brothers. It was the first Star Wars game. It, it took place on Hoth, where a player piloted a speeder uh, against Imperial Walkers. I uh, looked at some pictures. <laughs> nothing, uh, nothing to write home about. <laughs> but, Picture? What's that? Yeah. Um, the... You know, you could tell it was an Imperial Walker, but other than that, it wasn't. There, the graphics were nondescript. There was maybe like eight or ten different colors. Nothing, nothing great. But it was the first Star Wars game. I should say too that I got all this information from MobyGames.com, so that's where I did all my research. Kobe games is a sweet site. Yes, it is. I agree. Uh, the next game was 1997 Star Wars for the NES by Picari Games.
2: Dan, can I can I jump ahead of you? Yes, for a you can. You Abs- get into that one? Absolutely. I've got a 1983 Star Wars. Uh huh. Um, this is an arcade game. I don't know if you were doing arcade games or not, um, but it is one of the well looked upon Star Wars games. Developed by Atari, uh-huh. um, it's a first person sim rail shooter, uh-huh. uh, and you, the player pilots an X-wing as Luke Skywalker during the attack on the Death Star Episode
0: Four. Oh, I did see that one. Nice.
2: Yeah, uh, you don't have to destroy all the enemies in the game, you just have to survive, which is kind of different for an arcade game. Yeah. And it actually contains mm. uh, real digitized voice samples from the movies. Huh. Um, and an interesting statistic, or figure I should say, in 2005, Brandon Erickson set a world endurance record of 54 hours on a single credit in that game.
1: Holy shit. Wow.
2: And that's according to Yale Alumni Magazine. And he had a score of $283 million, which means nothing to me, because I don't know what the scores were like in that game. I never played right.
0: it. I would imagine that's pretty impressive, though. Yep. I'm 54 impressed.
2: hours on a single credit. Huh. It's insane. I'll be damned. Talk about getting your money's worth. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, so yeah, 1987, Star Wars for the NES by Picari Games. It was a Japan-only game, um, but the took some, liber- some really funny liberties with the storyline, which is why I brought it up. And I actually think that it was maybe in the back of Game Informer or something for like a really bad game. Um, it features a black-haired, fully force-trained Luke Skywalker. Um, <laughs> he meets Stormtroopers and Darth Vader on the Jawa Sandcrawler at the beginning. Uh, Vader then turns into different creatures after he gets beat by Luke Skywalker. <laughs> um... <laughs> like scorpions pterodactyls and sharks so
2: (laughs) is that the one where luke skywalker can like alter time and stuff like that too
0: i don't know maybe
2: i read something about that in one of the games i can't remember which one it was maybe that's crazy yeah why was it japan only any idea
0: uh i don't think they could have released that in america and and gotten away with it
2: so it was developed in japan too
0: yeah, I would at Pocari Games. I don't not think
2: a, a Lucas Arts published. No, no. Wow, that's cool.
0: I actually wrote down the developers instead of the publishers.
2: Yeah, I always do that too.
0: Because they're the ones that made the game.
2: Yeah, they're the ones that do the work for crying out loud. The
1: legwork.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's why trying to never to give EA credit for making like uh, <laughs> uh, any well any of the new Bioware games or anything like that because they just you know they market it and sell it. They don't do it's the almost work.
2: like giving Libsyn credit for the thumbstick athletes, right? Huh. Right. That's true. Yeah.
0: Okay. Nineteen ninety two. Yeah, I think before that, Corey. I got
2: 1999, 1992 Super Star Wars.
0: Okay, I got that too. S N E S game by Sculptured Software. Uh, you guide Luke Khan and Chewie through traditional platforming obstacles. Um, this one did follow the Star Wars t- storyline a little bit better than. Than Star Wars for the NES. What do you got, Corey?
2: Yeah, it it is a it's a remake of the NES game, I I suppose.
0: Oh, is um, it? Okay.
2: Yeah, that, that's what I read anyway. And it's yeah. based on episode four of the game. Um and you do control Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and Chewbacca. Um
5: <laughs>
2: mostly <laughs> That was poor. Mostly <laughs> it's mostly a linear platformer, you know, fight, jump, collect power ups. Um, and it's known for its difficulty in that game and it's two sequels which yeah. are based on the two movies. Um and it was actually awarded best action game of 1992
4: by
3: wow. EGM. Really? Nice. Yeah. That's excellent.
1: Electronic Gamer's Monthly. That's that's a sweet mag.
0: I didn't know it was game. around way back then. Yes sir. I'm going to have to go stop the dog from barking. I can't I can concentrate. In can yep. pause. Yeah, we're going to take a take a one split second break. We'll be right back right after this. Sorry about that, folks. I had to go quiet the dog. Reprimand. No, nah, I didn't even... I just told him to get in the kitchen and lay down. So,
1: so I just tell the old lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, 1993. Uh, Star Wars X-Wing. This was for DOS by LucasArts. It was a space combat sim allowing players... Into the cockpit of X-wing, Y-wing, and A-wing starfighters, uh, had a polygonal 3D engine, uh, and energy management was the, one of the key features of the game. You had to you had to divert energy between the shields, blasters, and engines of your ship. So if you had it on normal, like none of the anything would regenerate. Um, so you had to divert. You know, if your blasters were getting low, you had to divert energy from your 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 shields and your engine to. to charge your blasters up and and vice versa so you had to you had to manage manage your ship that way this is a really really popular game uh way back then too uh we didn't have it because we didn't have a computer at the time yep
2: yeah, we didn't get our computer till what like it was 2000? in the thousand
0: yeah. yeah it was probably really late 90s like 98 or 99 um so we missed out on a lot of these games but that's fine
2: i just remember having to compress it like all the time, so yeah. there was enough space to put
0: games on it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Which actually ended up ruining it, but whatever. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Uh, 1984, Star Wars Tie Fighter. Uh, it puts the it was also for DOS by Lucas Arts. It puts a player on the side of the Empire, where the uh the player can pilot Tie Fighters, Tie Interceptors, and the Tie Advanced. Um, it was basically the continuation of x-wing but from the opposite opposite side obviously tie fighter like Um, a
2: almost like a spiritual successor almost
3: sequel yeah deal Uh,
0: It was very well received and and popular i do know a lot of people that played this when i was younger um as i said we didn't get to play it because we didn't have a computer at the time so
2: yeah i found it on a lot of best of lists and it was on um ign's 2010 best star wars games list as number one so oh really
0: that was number one yep okay that's cool. All right. Um, 1995, Star Wars Dark Forces for DOS, Mac, P play- PlayStation, and Windows. I was going to say PC, but obviously that would be Windows. Uh, Lucas Arts. It was a Star Wars first-person shooter. Replay as Kyle Katarn, a former Imperial officer turned mercenary who was hired by the Rebellion. Uh, featured Jedi engine created specifically for the game, which allowed looking up and down and crouching. Most First-person shooters at the time used the Doom engine, which you couldn't do that in. Right. So that differentiated it from other first-person shooters. Um,
2: yeah, it was it was kind of known for improving upon the the Doom, the Doom engine, um, yeah. the Doom engine, and especially control-wise. Um, and I, the gameplay play focused on combat, but it also had puzzles, and environmental hazards. Yeah. So
0: it looked pretty sweet. I actually wish that was one I had played when I was younger, when I had my yeah. PlayStation.
2: You know, a lot of these games um, look pretty cool. Like, just going back and, you know, researching them, they all look like games I would have enjoyed, and, you know, yeah. I was probably a little too young, and as you said, you know, we didn't have a PC, which most of these early ones were on.
0: Right. At least but, the good ones, anyway. I mean, right. I didn't miss much for Super Nintendo and Nintendo, as far as but Star as Wars of, games go.
2: Yeah, as of uh, April 2010, this game is available on the PSN, so... Oh, really? Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, that's cool. Okay. All right, uh, 1996, Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. This is actually the first Star Wars game I played. It was for Nintendo 64 and Windows uh, by LucasArts. It featured interstellar bounty hunter Dash Rendar, who was very reminiscent of Han Solo. Um, Gameplay elements included piloting speeders, spaceships, and third-person shooter platformer. I remember the game being exceedingly difficult, too. I wonder if I played this one. I can't remember you, it. You, you might have. Graham I know Graham had it did or he? knew someone that had it and borrowed it, but hmm. I just remember playing it at his house, Graham Gore's line hmm. on episode thirteen, The Man, the Myth, the Legend. <laughs> I played this over at his house and it was really, really hard. Really hard game. Did you play that one, Corey?
2: I did not play it. Okay. Um I know it takes place during the during episodes five and six though. That's when the, the story yes. you know, takes yep. place. Mm-hmm. And it was the third top-selling N64 game in 1997. So, oh, I guess it was one of the earliest releases for
0: N64. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, 1996. I can't believe that's that, that the Nintendo 64 is that old. Sure is, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, 1997, uh, Star Wars Masters of Terrace Kasi, uh, PlayStation game by lucas arts it was a fighting game set in the star wars universe uh took place after the battle of yavin the emperor hires teres kasi master arden Lin to eliminate members of the rebel alliance um in it you you know it's obviously a fighting game it's uh it did have arena or uh, like in what was attack in where you could go off the map and you get disqualified What's oh yeah, there's a word for that, but I don't yeah, know what I can't it is. think what's called. I don't know. I don't play fighting games enough.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. It's
0: like a, I don't know something out. I don't know, but ring, you, there ring was, out, ring
1: out. Yeah, that's okay. what it
0: was. Um, but there was also uh, weapons in it, which was kind of cool. Uh, you didn't start with a weapon, but there was I don't know a code you could enter to to draw a weapon. So if you
1: put your game shark in,
0: yeah, or that that too,
2: <laughs> game genie.
0: Yeah. Yes. Did you play that one, Corey?
2: negative uh i did see it on ign's worst star wars game of all time. oh really <laughs> yeah
0: okay i never i should have looked up those lists that would have been interesting to see when i was doing my research
2: yeah well i i mean i kind of did the Moby games wikipedia thing and just looked at the list of games and i was like there's no way i'm gonna go through all of these and I'll, try it and...
0: there's a ton like i said i mean i probably picked out maybe three Thirty games mm-hmm. out of 145. There's right. a lot of them. I had to gloss over a lot. So, well, oh, I meant to say too, if you if we missed our, a game that you played a lot or that you liked, let us know and we'll we'll talk about it on, maybe on the next episode.
4: Yeah,
2: I'd be interested to hear like what games people actually played as opposed yeah. to which ones are memorable. You know, right, 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 right.
0: Um, n- 1998, Star Wars Rogue Squadron 3D for Nintendo 64 by fact- jump- Factor Five. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead.
2: Okay, yeah, sorry. I had X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter, uh, which is a 1997 PC game developed by Totally Games. as a space sim. It's actually a sequel to uh, one of the, the, I think it's just, was it just TIE Fighter? Did we talk about just TIE Fighter? Yep,
0: we talked about X-Wing and TIE Fighter.
2: Yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter. It's just, uh, there's no no story in the game until the expansion came out called The Balance of Power. Um, But people loved it for its gameplay and you choose your squadron X or Y Y wing and you the ship type and the armaments on your ship. Um Game had cutting edge graphics and sound, but it required a joystick to play, whereas the previous ones didn't. Um and one of the quotes I pulled out while while doing this research that is that uh this from Steve Butts it says it's amazing that they did all this with less memory than it takes to store a single Michael Bublé MP3. <laughs> that is crazy. Wow. Which which is crazy, you know. Yeah. I hope he's not trying to slight
1: the master that is Michael Bublé.
2: <laughs> a lot of these games were just on three and a half floppy disks, which, you know, hold, you know,
1: how many, it's crazy. I can't I, even
2: think how, how, how little space they held. It was like two megabytes or something like that. Was it even
0: megabytes? Probably. I think so. How I don't mu- know. How much were the, the little floppy disks?
2: The three and a quarter. Oh, th- three I'm thinking three. I,
0: I'm, I was thinking about the five and five inch ones. Yeah. Five, I, th- I
2: think th- it's either five and a quarter or five and a half or three yeah. and a quarter. Or three what, and a half. Whatever
0: sure. it was. That was a, I don't know, back in the day. Yeah. uh, Yeah, so 1998, Star Wars Rogue Squadron 3- 3D for Nintendo 64 by Factor 5. Uh, you got to pilot X-Wings, Snowspeeders, and the Millennium Falcon as Luke Skywalker. And this game actually had pretty decent graphics when I was looking at the pictures. Um, a lot of them, like, really kind of looked pretty poor. But this game's graphics were, were okay for the time of, like, 13 years ago, so...
2: One of the reasons why is because it, it used the uh, N64's expansion pack. The oh, expansion pack.
0: Yep.
3: Oh yeah, which, I forgot about in, that.
2: Yeah, it increased the resolution a lot, um, and even looked better than the P- PlayStation's graphics.
0: Wow. PlayStation 2.
2: No, just PlayStation.
0: Okay. Well, it
3: was, it was that it... was
2: the time when you know PlayStation was really taken off, and because it had superior, pretty much everything. Yeah. But with the expansion pack, you know, it could really make it really make a game look good.
0: Yeah, I guess I forgot the PlayStation was supposed to compete with the Nintendo 64. Even though I think PlayStation was only a 32 bit system, wasn't it?
2: I'm not sure.
0: I think it was. But whatever. Uh, 1998, Star Wars Droid Works.
2: Yes, I didn't think you were <laughs> going to talk about this <laughs> of one. Of course, I had to talk about
0: this one. It's um, my
2: favorite Star Wars game by
0: far. It was for Mac uh, and Windows by Lucas Learning. Uh, it was an award-winning game that taught physics and mechanical concepts through construction of droids for problem-solving. Now, you can talk about a little bit about it, Corey, because I know you wanted to...
2: Yeah, you, you essentially... You're, you're tasked with, with this mission, and it can be anything... I, I don't really remember specifically what the missions are, but they're simple little things that you have to do, and what you do is you craft droids from all sorts of different parts to complete the objectives. But it's fun because the combinations of... Uh, the the pieces is is pretty much endless you can pretty much do whatever you want um and the game just teaches the players of about simple things like energy and force not not like the star wars spiritual force just you know force the power of nature uh motion (laughs) simple machines light and magnetism and stuff like that and i i can remember i can't remember who got me into the game i think it was my friend jared it was
1: jared because i played it too because of him what was it called again
2: Star Wars Droid Works. Yeah, it was.
1: Yes, I do remember playing that game. It was pretty sweet.
2: And that game was awesome. It
1: that's won a, all I got about it, it. It is my
2: favorite Star Wars game. Yeah,
0: it won a ton of awards. Um, It won a Brit- British Academy of Film and Television Arts Award uh, for Interactive Entertainment. A BAFTA Award. I mean, that's pretty. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh,
1: PC, correct, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. New Media and Vision Award gold gold for uh children and young adults um association for supervision and curriculum development only the best the annual guide to the yeah i probably should have wrote these down it's all right but i i I, I say i would have to say that of all these awards probably the bafta one is the most impressive
4: oh
2: sure well i can remember there being good voice acting from like whatever npc character tells you what to do and stuff like that
0: yeah and and i mean not only that um the, uh, the a lot of the awards are are learning awards from right, from various outlets. Okay,
1: look where it got us, Corey.
0: Yeah, uh, doing na-
1: a dead end podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: nineteen ninety nine, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Uh, this was for PlayStation. I think it was LucasArts. I didn't write it down. So if I didn't write it down, it usually means it's a LucasArts, and I didn't need to keep writing that over and over again. I don't really need to say much about that. It was a a bad game based on a bad movie, so there wasn't really <laughs> a whole lot there. But I, I, so, I needed to bring it up anyway.
2: Are we going to discuss the movies a little bit at all, or should, we, should I ask my question now?
0: I don't care. Go for it. Well,
2: well, you say bad movie, but I would say of all the prequels, the first one is by far the best one. Yeah. Episode one.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
2: And the main reason being that, what's his name?
0: There's no Hayden, Hayden. Christensen.
2: Yeah, he's so awful. He really ruins, the. He ruins, you know, yeah. two and three.
0: Yeah, I agree. He's but. so whiny. That's the problem. But then again, Luke was whiny.
2: Yeah, but I don't know. Like, with, with Hayden, you just couldn't even, you couldn't even look at him. Yeah. Luke was whiny but at least he had a you know a screen presence that was engaging.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I th- I, I think I think they could have cast that better. But a lot of people said that they, that they picked or I had heard that they picked Hayden Christensen because of his athletic ability because of the lightsaber fighting scenes that they yeah, I, I they narrowed the choices that they had to narrow the choices down a little bit. Um but because he was athletic he he do got, all that. got picked out over a few other people because so. he can do a couple of flips, flips, and good footwork, footwork for lightsabers, with sword play. Yeah, which w- was really good. I mean, I agree. I do agree with that. But
2: pansy. I wonder who else was in the running. Wood.
0: Who? Who? Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood? <laughs> I don't know if I could see Elijah Wood as, as uh Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> I couldn't.
2: Who would make a good Anakin?
0: I don't know. I would have to think about that one. Dan Mertha. Not and not right now. No. <laughs> No.
2: francis francis yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna try to get
0: francis on the podcast oh that'd be great that'd be amazing because i love his videos his diablo in character th- yeah his diablo 3 <sighs> one was fantastic but
1: oh i haven't seen that yet. oh
0: it's good oh maybe i'll play it in the during the break yeah. um okay where was i oh 1999 also saw the release of probably my second favorite star wars game which was star wars episode one racer yes uh for nintendo 64 um it was by and dreamcast and game boy and there's i think pc too
2: pc and mac yeah
0: pc and mac yeah um it was a pod racing game obviously which when i actually heard about the game i thought i was like that's the dumbest idea i've ever heard in my life um but it was a it was a sweet game i mean my favorite star wars game
1: uh, is it yep.
0: yeah it's it's it was sweet uh you got to choose your racer and customize your pod with your winnings from yeah. you know winning other races um but it was really fast and actiony and it was great great game
2: yeah it was I fast was, but you always felt like you were in complete control, control of your pod you know yeah. you had that, that oh, yeah. really good feeling
0: the controls were very very tight for that game and i don't remember like a lot of other Games from that era being that well controlled, you know, Mario Kart. (laughs) Mario, well, Mario Kart sixty four did have good, good controls, I thought. Mm -hmm. So
2: Racer actually holds the record for best selling sci fi racing game.
0: Really, yeah. There's probably not a lot of other games that competed against F
1: Zero.
2: (laughs) Yeah, F Zero, F Zero's one. I'm not sure. There's a few. We just don't play them.
0: No, I remember. Back in the day, I used to spend some like a couple weeks in the summer at our cousin chris's house uh and one summer, we spent the entire two weeks playing this game pretty much twenty four hours a day.
1: Don't blame me a bit, Dan yeah,
0: unlocking everything and yeah. then uh one of one of his friend one of his older brother's friends came over and was all cocky about his uh his Star wars episode one racer abilities pod racing yep and uh me and Chris both crushed him handily. as, like, 12-year-old kids or however old we were at the time. Well, it was 1999, 15. We were older than I thought we were. I thought we were, like, 11 (laughs) or 12. You
1: were no young whippersnappers, (laughs) Dan. You were, like, my age. No, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Damn it.
4: Don't you
2: love it, though, when some jackass tells you how great he is in a video game and you're just thinking to yourself, dude, you
3: have no idea. Yeah, I've been
0: been playing this for, like, like. 150 hours straight yeah. <laughs> without a break.
3: How would he handle the defeat? I don't know. I think he made made excuses. <laughs> probably. No, I
0: actually think he was gracious about
3: losing. I think he was
0: humble. Like, yeah, quick. yeah, exactly. A little humble pie. He's like, "Well, I guess you guys won. Congratulations."
2: <laughs> nice. it had a, it had multiplayer too, right? Yeah, it
0: had split screen. Two player yeah. and split I think screen.
2: I I read that it supports up to 8 players, so I'm assuming that's for PC and Mac.
0: Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah,
2: definitely not for N64. No, that I know. Of, you know, we could be wrong, but yeah,
0: i might, I might actually look into getting it for PC. I, I, well, I want to get a Nintendo 64, so I'd probably get it for that. That should that should be one that they put on the on the virtual console. Oh God,
1: I would buy that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would almost buy a Wii U just to do <laughs> just that. to play that game.
2: You know what I didn't check, and I should have, is if any of these games were on Good Old Games.
0: Oh yeah, probably not. I don't know that anything Star Wars would be on there. I think LucasArts is pretty. Stingy? Pretty tight. Yeah, tight wadded about their stuff, even older stuff.
2: They shouldn't be, because most of it sucks.
0: Most of it does <laughs> suck. A lot of this stuff on here sucks. <laughs> yeah, there's a few. I mean, I, I think Racer is the first, like, good Star Wars game that I played. Well, it's only the second, third Star Wars game that I played at that point. But there's, I mean, there's a lot of crap on here. Yeah, I. Did, yeah. I, I was gonna like list off all the games and just talk about certain ones but i didn't feel that a game like star wars chess needed to be mentioned because that was on there like that doesn't matter uh sorry to anyone out there that <laughs> played and played and loved star wars chess me if you did let us sorry. know yeah ab- absolutely uh okay star wars chess. on to 2000 star wars episode one jedi power battles for pc and playstation i get to play as your chosen jedi and fight trade federation droids now, I couldn't remember if it was that one or if it was no, I think it was that one. I did play one of the Jedi Power Battles games and I th- I think there was two there was like Episode 1 Power Battles and then there was some other power I don't know. But I did play a Jedi Powers Battle game and it was just mediocre. Mm-hmm. Mediocre at best. Um It was like a platformer, a 2D side scrolling platformer.
2: Can't say I've ever heard of it.
0: Yeah, it was I don't it wasn't super popular, I don't think. I mean, they tried to cash in on all the episode one stuff, right. obviously. So, all right, uh, two thousand one, Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds for Mac and Windows by Lucas Arts is a real-time strategy game set in the Star Wars universe. Uh, it was the engine was based off of the Star Wars or the Ensemble Studios Age of Empires, so it was very similar to Age of Empires, but in the set. In I Star think Wars I played universe. this one. Yep. Maybe. Yeah? I think or I you did too. Did you?
1: I think so. Okay. God, I wish I had a good memory, man. Damn. I was
0: Some of these games, I don't remember I, if yeah, I played or not.
1: I'm pretty sure I played that one.
0: There's Empire at War. That came a few years later.
1: F- Fucked if I know, damn. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking about.
0: Yeah, because you have my Empire at War. Will. I do,
3: don't I? Yeah. Oh, I want it back now.
0: Sneaky devil, okay. you. No, it's fine. I do want to play it, though. Yeah. Anything to say about that, Corey?
2: uh nope that's another one i'm not familiar with at all
0: okay yeah i'd, n- I'd never heard of it i was surprised because at that time we were we played a lot of like age of Empires and stuff and i feel like if we knew about that game we probably would have played it sure definitely so. uh
2: well again back then though like the only the only video game culture we had delivered to us was an occasional egm magazine that we like took from somebody yeah or <laughs> yeah. or
0: word of mouth from friends right. took from graham Yeah, Nintendo or Nintendo Power. Yeah. But that wouldn't have been a Nintendo Power, so.
2: Yeah, you you couldn't, like, get on G4 TV or IGN or something like that and find out what was going on. You had to, like, work to know what was going on.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, 2001, Star Wars Starfighter for PS2, Windows, and Xbox. It's a third-person flight or piloting game uh, centered around the battle for Naboo. I think I rented this one and played it for like an hour and was done with it. It was crappy. Um and looking at pictures the graphics weren't weren't all that good and didn't get very good ratings not, or anything. Not like much that. there to the game. Not much there, no. Uh and not it much was, meat. No, it was one that I had completely forgotten that I had played too, so
1: mostly potatoes. <laughs> yeah. And soy
2: product. <laughs> it was
0: <laughs> also oh, your tofu. It's all tofu, <laughs> Tofurky.
2: tempe. Okay, uh, two thousand
0: three, or do you have do you have any two thousand twos, Corey? Nope. Okay,
2: I'm I'm on two thousand three as well.
0: All right, two thousand three, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, uh, for Mac, Windows, and Xbox by Bioware, uh, third person action RPG set during the Old Republic days, which were four thousand years before the events in the movies. Uh, go ahead.
2: Oh yeah, you saw that I was going to speak. I That's heard you good. go. Uh, yeah, we're still uh, working with the because I'm in on Skype, which yeah. we haven't mentioned again. But we're, we're trying, trying to get used to it. The, yeah, it's it's difficult because we're used to all being in the same room and you know seeing when the other social, person has something to say. Social cues, right? Um, but yes, uh, I guess Lucas Ars suggested an episode two game, or they gave the option of a four thousand years back um, to provide Bioware with more creative freedom, which is I guess what the Bioware went with, obviously. Um, and I uh, because of that, very little of what Bioware recommended for content was rejected so LucasArts was just like yeah whatever you know it's free reign; you can do what you want and i guess that's pretty much what happened
0: yeah nice. and they ended up crafting probably one of the best star wars games of all time absolutely um it used uh, the star wars d20 system which was similar to third edition dungeons and dragons rules yep it was uh real time with pause in quotes combat system which means it was real time combat but you can pause it and issue orders to you you know to your your uh, minions yeah your your dudes that were with you Yeah, it was
2: it was like it was quietly turn-based like you didn't realize it was turn-based right unless you you know like did the math
0: right and and paused it and whatnot right uh you can play in it you got to play as you could play as a pristine jedi uh evil sith or any shades of gray in between you could kind of kind of play how you wanted which was really awesome about that game and that was when that Concept was kind of new of, you know, pl- kind of playing the game the way you want to play it and having your the decisions you make in the game have an effect on, on the story.
2: Yeah, it really set uh, the gameplay precedent for games like Mass Effect and Dragon Age. Yep. Like with the, with the dialogue menu, you know, when you're talking yep. to somebody, you choose what you want to say with the alignment system. Yep. Even games like Fallout, you know, Bethesda's games, in um, the companion system where you get to know your companions as you go on, and um, the more you get to know them, more quests open up and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, a lot of those are, like, standard RPG elements nowadays, you know, for the for the, for the Western-style RPGs.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's definitely one of the most influential... Uh, LA Times listed it as one of the most influential works of the Star Wars Expanded Universe. But I'd go as far as to say that it was one of the most influential RPGs of all time, especially yeah. with Western RPGs, because, um, I mean, the JRPG was a certain way and had been that way for a long time and still in a lot of ways is the same, but that was at least as far as I can say is, you know, the first truly Western RPG. Yeah. That yeah. That kind of did its own thing. Yeah.
0: I agree. I agree. Great game. Mm-hmm. Great game.
1: I played that one too. I really liked it. Yeah.
0: It was, it was sweet. I uh, kind of had a surprise plot twist partway through it too. Uh, but we could probably spoil that one.
1: I'm sure we Spoiler- probably could spoil it for me, Dan, because I Did like you, I said I don't remember. I'm sure think- I didn't beat it. Okay, well what ha- what
0: happens is you're you're pl- you're playing as a I think I don't know, I don't even remember how you start out, but you're you're like you know you're, no, you're a, a Jedi that boy I don't remember. Now. <laughs> no, but but well, but you're you're I don't know if you're you know you're like a reformed Jedi at the beginning no. or not, or you're a new Jedi. Maybe you think you are, and you realize the the person that or the bad guy that you're chasing the whole time you were their master oh, or apprentice okay. you find out that you i don't know something happened and you got the you got captured by the jedi order and they kind of they kind of wiped your mind and okay. let you let you restart basically you were you ended up being darth Revan. darth Revan was it cory do you remember did you not did you not play Knights of the Republic? I
2: did I did play it and I remember loving it. Um but it's one of those games that was in the dark hole of my history where I just don't remember anything. Okay.
0: Yeah, there was Revan and Malik and I'm not sure which one you are. I think you were Revan. You're 'cause you're chasing Malik and Revan was Malik's master, I think, and that's who you were. Okay. That when, sounds right. Yeah, when you when you got captured they they I don't know, did like a Jedi mind wipe or something. <sighs> and uh yeah, you find you find out like part through the story that you were you were Revan.
1: Bitchin'.
0: Yeah, it was p- pretty sweet storyline. Uh okay, two thousand three also saw the release of Star Wars Galaxies and Empire Divided Oh-wee. for PC uh made by SOE. Now we have a whole episode on this. It's a very long episode and it's a fairly drunken episode. So if you want to listen to it um <laughs> if you got an it's extra five yeah. hours so lying things. around. Yeah. Yeah, it is a treat. Uh, this is my favorite uh Star Wars game of all time. And the, it's probably is my favorite MMORPG of all time. It's it's up there until uh, they broke your ways. heart. Well yeah, they they <laughs> they did break my heart, yeah. But Free it was combat it, upgrade. Yeah, it was a it was a combat upgrade and new game enhancements were in that game. But it was it was a, such a good game. Um I also got to beta test the Jump to Lightspeed expansion which came which came out the year after that, I think um which is cool and that was a nice addition to the game the jump to light speed expansion
1: how long combat. was the original out for before they screwed everything up uh, good question i was still living
0: at my parents house so it was probably 2004 or 2005 that they s- changed everything hmm. because i want to say i moved i moved out of my parents house when i was 20
1: okay
0: so if it came out in 2003 i would have been 18 almost 19 all right so it was like a year and a half before they started changing everything it didn't get really bad at first um and then they changed it for good with the new game enhancements um i, I was living in my apartment at that point sweet so it was probably 2005 when they when they ruined it for good
2: was it was it was it ever or world of warcraft that came out and they were like seeing some of their subscriber base disappear. So they thought like they'd change everything around to make it more accessible, but it just ended up alienating their core. Yes. That
0: that's, that's part of what happened. World of Warcraft was part of it. And also the movies, um, people wanted to play Jedi and it was very, very hard, very time consuming to, to, to be able to unlock your Jedi slot. Uh, you had to, I described this already, but you had to master five different professions in, uh, in, in Star Wars galaxies and it, they had to be the right professions it could have been you know you could have mastered a ton of them because you got this thing called holocrons which um, told you what profession you need to unlock and you you know you you would get one of those and and see what you had to what you had to master to to you know go to the next step towards being a jedi um, but the 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 last one was silent so you, if you knew if you got a silent one you knew you only had to master one more profession.
4: But you didn't so, know what it was. You didn't know what it was. You, oh, boy, you had to guess. It,
0: um, and some were easier to grind than others. Obviously, all the combat ones were a little easier to grind. But Bounty Hunter like took forever to to grind out because of the investigation experience because you had to do Bounty Hunter missions.
1: Ugh. Which is what I started, but I didn't right. get very far. And the higher... Yeah. What?
2: Was Bounty Hunter the like PvP where you had to kill somebody from the opposing faction? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: higher ranking members in the opposing faction you could kill. And also, a lot of the, bo- the bounty the player bounties were player jedi that's crazy um, so those were always really hard battles to do because you're fighting a you know you had to be prepared for anything against a, a you know human opponent
2: that's so genius and it sucks that I, th- I really think the game was ahead of its time and if it came out now it would it would i think it would be doing better than the old republic is
0: yeah i think so too because it was complicated and i mean one of the things that there was in that game that we haven't seen since and probably will never see is the player made cities and i think you talked yeah. about that last week right
2: Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. We we bring Star Wars Galaxies up a lot, and I think for good reason. Um, Because, like I said, you know, it was a little bit ahead of its time, and in a world of tired MMORPGs, like it's nice to be able to refer back to that one with fond memories for the most part.
0: Freaking great! It great it was.
4: Yeah.
1: And I had a blast playing that game. Yeah, it was was really fun. It was.
0: It was great. But I should move on before I start crying or start tearing up. Yeah. So, uh, 2004, Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, this was for Mac, PC, PS2, and Xbox uh, by Pandemic. Puts the player in the boots of an average soldier in the Star Wars universe. Uh, there was the campaign mode, which you got to take place in you know, historic Star Wars battles. There was conquest, which you had to take over <sighs> territories and stuff. Yep. And then there was instant action, where you could just jump into a battle that was a sweet
3: game oh that was awesome
0: uh the famous jedi and sith in the game were only npcs Mm -hmm. uh offered offered almost all vehicles seen in the movies for players to pilot so
2: including the at-at
0: yeah the iconic at-at's were in there so what'd you got i mean that was one of my
1: that was probably my second favorite star wars game behind pod racer
0: okay yeah, it was a good one. Well, I know you did, was it this one you played a lot or was it Battlefront 2? you played a lot.
3: I played a lot of the first one, but I got the second one for Christmas. Okay. And they played a lot of that. It's my favorite Star Wars game. Yeah. I want a new one really bad. Yeah. Uh
0: I've been actually I'm kind of following that a little bit. Apparently there's some crazy people that were working for Lucas Arts that uh barred the development of the third one, so hopefully they're cleared out and they can start working on the third Battlefront. They oh, man. I That'd want be, anyone, That would be great. That would, I would yeah. buy it in a heartbeat. I would, too, because Battlefront was awesome. <laughs> it was
3: insane. Yeah, of <laughs> all the
2: games and um, doing this research, I would say uh, Battlefront, researching Battlefront was the is the game that made me want to play the most, you know, yeah. play Battlefront, I should say. Um, yeah, because it was just based on several battles from the Star Wars films, and there was a single player, right? Yeah. But multiplayer was the best part. Uh-huh. In my opinion, anyway, it's a play. It played a lot like Battlefield plays now, where each faction has a finite number of reinforcements, and um, each faction is given command points, and you got to capture command points and advance your your army that way. Yep. Um But yeah, it was an awesome game.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I liked the fact that you just played as like a normal soldier, sure. in your, which was also one of the good things about Star Wars Galaxies is you just played some character in the game, you know, and you made your own, made your own. Uh, way in the yeah. star wars universe Build your own fame yep
2: you'd see the important characters walking around
0: right exactly downtown. ignoring you yeah <laughs> like, like they like be. they would yeah exactly yeah. okay uh 2004 knights of the Old republic 2 uh which was uh you know the second game in the knights of the Old republic series i don't need to get into that too much i don't think i played
1: that one did you like it better than the first one
0: um i like some it was refined a little bit but it wasn't probably not as good as knights of oakland yeah um you know control wise it was better but probably not the story okay i did really like it though i mean that's like you know that's like saying filet mignon isn't as good as you know (laughs) i can't any hunk of meat right gotcha. i don't know where i was going with that rack but. of ribs <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> sweet game sweet let's sweet talk game.
2: about meat more ah, <laughs>
1: yeah
0: I, you know i'm i was just thinking that because i haven't eaten supper and i'm Me freaking either. And i
1: literally Me was sitting either. here thinking about well, i'm just gonna go buy a bunch of meat there you go at the grocery store
0: yeah go home and grill
1: well, I'm out of propane, Dan, and I oh, damn shit you not, I feel like I can't eat when I'm out of propane. Yeah, I feel the same way. <laughs> Literally, I just eat nothing but fast food because yeah. I just don't want to make anything other than something on the grill. Yeah.
2: You should get a, a charcoal grill for those days you run out of propane. And,
1: Corey, the thought crossed my mind.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because then did. you just light your charcoal. Yeah. I would like
2: probably make a charcoal
0: grill.
1: I got options here. Yeah, you do. Maybe I'll just steal somebody's from my apartment complex.
0: There you go. And hope they don't notice. Wow,
1: ah, whatever. Even if they do notice, I'll be like, oh, take it back.
0: Want to fight me? Yeah, That's just what I Have say. it back.
1: Okay. I'll probably be missing again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when I run out of propane <laughs> again. Want to fight me?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I took your grill. You want? You want? You, you, wanna you wanna got duke? Something to say? You, you want to put your jokes
2: up? <laughs> just wheel it over and start using it.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> two two thousand five. Star Wars: Republic Commando for Windows and Xbox uh, by LucasArts. Oh, I, did I say that Battlefront was by Pandemic? Yeah, yeah I yeah, think you did. You did. Okay. Uh, Republic Commando, set during Episode 2, it was a first-person squad-based shooter. Um, it had really easy-to-issue commands to your squad mates.
1: I don't know if I played this one, but I remember seeing the commercials for it mm-hmm. and stuff, and it, I feel like it's probably something I would have played.
0: I, I had it. I think I actually still have it. Uh, it's an awesome game. It was an awesome first-person yeah. shooter, squad-based yeah, first-person shooter. Yeah, I remember shooter. you really liking it. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, the story was good. the The action was good. Uh, as I said, it was very easy to issue commands to your squadmates, and they they did help out a lot. It was it was a great game.
2: It, I think I kind still of, have it. It kind of borrows some from Rainbow Six in that regard, the, with the squad yeah. order system and stuff yeah. like that. Those kind of games. Yeah, definitely. But it also resembles Halo in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, I could see that. The,
2: the space marine kind of kind of thing.
0: Yep. Yeah, uh, it made me kind of identify a little bit with the uh, Republic troopers, which was good because that's what I ended up being in in, the, in Star Wars: The Old Republic, which we'll get to momentarily.
2: Dan, what's your what's your infatuation with just everyday dudes?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Actually, it, it is kind of <laughs> strange because that's yeah.
1: kind of the stuff that I like.
2: I've got a little bit of that in me, too. I mean, I, I think I was, like, an engineer or something like that. You're always
1: a fucking just, engineer.
2: Yeah, just something nerdy.
1: Like, if I see that you can be an engineer in a game, I know Corey's <laughs> picking an engineer. Because that's what you are, Mass Effect, yeah. also. Well,
2: yeah, yeah, I always try and go for the thing that, even when we do, like, tabletop RPGs, I try and go for the thing that will be the most useful. Yep. So people will be like, oh, Corey can do that, and I'll be like, yes, I can. <laughs>
0: nice. Fucking Baxter. And there's nothing wrong with that. Baxter Harko.
2: When combat rolls around, I hide in a corner.
0: That's right. <laughs> See, the thing about galaxies is you could do that. You could right, not yeah. have any combat. You could not fight anything, which was awesome. You could build and, tents. And st- yeah, and still make your way in the universe. Sure. Um, okay, 2005 Lego Star Wars, the video game <sighs> for GameCube, Mac, PS2, PC, and Xbox by Traveler's Tales. Uh, it was a comical Lego take on the prequel movie movie trilogy um prequel star wars trilogies trilogy uh it was a platformer based on you know legos pretty sweet i didn't play this one actually
1: i don't think i did either but i'm assuming it's like the other ones
0: not yeah it is it it was just the first one it was on the the prequel movies
1: it's
2: kind of a big deal though because it's credited with revitalizing the lego brand and it, it was the first lego game yeah and it spawned a whole bunch of subsequent lego games
0: they were actually on game boy first oh really which i didn't know it came out for game boy in like 2004 maybe but i had never heard of the the game boy releases for those games you know interesting and this is another one i thought it sounds kind of dumb um but i played lego star wars 2 which we'll get into um in a moment uh 2005 was the release of battlefront 2 which will you said you had
3: yeah, that was the first game you could play as a Jedi I went you got enough kills, I think. Yeah, I remember
0: playing that briefly at at, at the house. Yeah, um, but but yeah, it was yours. Was it for Xbox? Mm-hmm. Okay, it was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was cool. Uh, Two thousand six, Star Wars: Empire at War for Mac and PC by Petroglyph. It was a real-time strategy set loosely between uh, Revenge of the Sith. That's what it was, right? Episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, no I think it was Revenge yeah, of the okay. Sith. Uh, and a New Hope. You play as the Empire Rebellion, and this was, like I said, it was a strategy game. There was both space battles and ground based battles. Uh, and you, you know, you build up your economy and and whatnot. It was a it was a real time strategy game. It was really fun though. I had it. You probably played it not that long ago. I feel like you borrowed it from me not that long ago, but it was probably like three years ago or four years
3: ago, right?
1: Well, it's a tough call. Yeah. Will was only eight then.
3: <laughs> Sounds about right. He was young. probably though. I think you're right. Yeah,
0: Corey, you didn't play this one, did you? Nope.
3: Okay. And uh, <laughs>
0: Eric, you didn't play it. Okay. No sir. Yeah, it was a cool game. I mean, there was all the classic units from from the Star Wars games, and there was even uh, heroes in it too. And I don't remember what effect they had exactly, but they could help you turn the tide of a battle pretty easily. If I, yeah. remember, if I remember correctly.
2: Wait, what game is this?
0: Star Wars Empire at War. Uh
2: eh, ha- you said that about
0: heroes like changing the tide
2: of battle. Like that that sprung something into my mind, but maybe not. I don't Bat- know. Battlefront
1: two? That just got you excited.
2: Oh yeah, Battlefront two had that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's what I You're right.
0: Yeah, yep.
3: I didn't play that a lot, but I don't remember it at yeah. all.
0: Yeah. I-, I just remember it being a sweet game. Yeah. Uh one that I probably will play again maybe over the summer. We'll see. Uh, 2006, Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy. This is the one I had. Um, it was for GameCube, Macintosh, PS2, PSP, I don't know, PC, Xbox, and Xbox 360 by Traveler's Tales. Uh, title speaks for itself. It was the original uh, Star Wars movies in Lego form. Um, good game. That's yeah. probably
1: the one I would buy.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, they have, I think they have the complete. Do they? Saga as a as a game that's that's all the movies. Oh wow both the games put together. I think that's like twenty bucks now for the three sixty. It's cheap.
1: Can't beat that. No.
2: Great um, co op in those games.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then they have a Clone Wars one too that's specifically the Clone Wars, Lego Clone Wars or something like that. But that came out that was maybe last year. I didn't write that one down because it's just another Lego Star Wars game, you yeah. know. Uh two thousand eight Star Wars The Force Unleashed it was out for everything. I didn't write down what it was out for because it was everything. It was a third-person action-adventure game where the player plays as Star Killer, who is Darth Vader's secret apprentice. Uh, it gives you full control over Force powers. Uh, you get rewarded for killing things in spectacular ways, especially with a lot of Force powers. Uh, there was some decision making in it. You could kind of guide your character towards light and/or dark paths. Um, and there was a thing. It was the first game to have the Ronin engine, which I'm going to read about real quick because it was interesting. Uh, The Xbox 360 and PS3 versions of The Force Unleashed are the first games to use LucasArts' Ronin engine, which combines the Havoc physics engine, Natural motions, Euphoria AI, and Pixelux's Digital Molecular Matter, which allows enemies to react with fluid animation and self preserving AI, such as grabbing onto ledges and dodging projectiles. And objects in the environment bend, stretch, and shatter based on the material properties. Uh, the versions for other versions emulate the effects. The versions for other, must be systems, emulate the effects but do not actually include the modules. So I do remember that being one of the more particular, spectacular aspects about the game was the the way different materials broke. Um, when you flung a stormtrooper at him, or you know whatever you were doing,
2: that's weird. That that's the thing that you remember about the game. What's that? One of the one of the things.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I I remember when I was uh, you know when the hype was coming out for that game, they did like a, a bunch of tech demos with that sort of stuff in it, and it was okay. really really sweet.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember you're talking
0: about. Yeah, they would uh, they were like flinging uh, stormtroopers at like a beam, and mm-hmm. they were you know the first one to grab onto the beam. And then the second one would not be able to grab onto the beam and would try to grab onto the stormtrooper that was already grabbed onto the beam and that was too heavy for that stormtrooper so they would fall. Um and then they would break the beam as uh break the beam as a few stormtroopers were hanging onto it and they were trying to get to the sides to get off the beam. It was really kinda of cool. And it was all just the engine working, it wasn't, you know, scripted in that way.
3: Right that's cool that's
0: cool yeah they you know they'd also react naturally to you know they would duck when stuff would fly at their head or try to dodge things and like i said that's all engine-based stuff
3: yeah
0: um and that was the most impressive thing about the game it was yeah the story was was so so decent meh yeah yeah Yeah, it was meh um 2010 okay i think before that Corey. Nope, we're I'm pr- out. We're pretty much on the home stretch at this point. Uh, 2010 was Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2, which I did not play, but I put it on my Amazon wish list to, to buy it uh, probably over the summer. Did,
2: wait, didn't it not do well?
0: No, it didn't do very well at all. But I think that's because the the first one was not a disappointment, but didn't live up to expectations probably. Mm. Um, I didn't really hear anything about the second one at all. It just kind of disappeared. So, but I, you know, I'll give it a try. It's, I think it's like 15 bucks on Amazon. So isn't
2: that kind of what happened with left for dead though? You know, like the first one came out, people were excited about it. It wasn't really all that great. And then left for dead two came out like immediately after. Yeah. I,
1: I bought left for dead two without playing left for dead one on uh, black Friday one year. Uh-huh. I think it must've been when it came out. Cause I went out specifically to get that and dragon age. Cause it was only 30 bucks. I didn't like it at all.
3: Yeah, I never I yeah. didn't care for the Left for Deads either. I
0: didn't either. I
1: didn't I didn't like them one bit.
2: Well, you liked them though, didn't you? Yeah, they're
3: all right. I like I'm into the whole zombie survival thing, so well, Me you too, see-
1: but I don't know. I, if I was playing it with somebody, it would be fun.
3: Yeah, it was a lot of fun with a group before. And the hardest difficulty. That's when it got intense, but mm-hmm. it was good. I liked it. Okay. All right. Uh 2011
0: Star Wars The Old Republic for PC uh by BioWare. Obviously, we did Two episodes on this. We did a, our beta episode and then our full release episode, so we don't need to talk about that too much. Other than I really would like to play it. Me too. I've been dying to play the Old Republic again. <laughs> Me too. But funds.
1: Funds are low. Funds are real low because <laughs> I only
0: have one job now. So, right. but I, I was texting a friend and I was like, you know, uh, I I don't have as much money, but I'm a lot happier. I would rather be. Really poor and, and happy. happy than I hear that kind of poor and miserable. So. I hear
1: that a hundred percent.
0: So that yeah, that was, that was my take I've on always things.
1: Always told the wife I would never get two jobs because I'd rather be broke, yeah, than be miserable.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's miserable. That said, uh, working at the golf course at night, a few nights a week, and it's so awesome because there's like no one there. Yeah, it's nice. great. It's uh, a little scary though, isn't it? Mm, no, because I don't. I don't. Uh, when it starts to get dark, it gets scary, but I don't stay that, I don't stay that late. I leave a little after eight o'clock when it's still plenty light.
3: Really, you work that late? Yeah. Oh, usually wow. like four to eight. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Well, that's because I can get stuff done like that late. Four o'clock, it's a
3: little hard, but well, if you're trying to sidewind and there's a ton of people, golf, going yeah, on. there was
0: a lot of people on Wednesday, but Monday there was nobody, which is yeah, great. That's good. Uh, okay, 2012 Connect Star Wars for Xbox 360 by Terminal Reality. Um, players use physical movements to control on-screen actions. I know nothing about this game other than it, w- it was only mediocre. Yeah. Uh, not very well received. Got
1: piss poor reviews. Yeah, but I, th-
0: I think it's mostly the uh, Kinect some some shortcomings with the Kinect as opposed to the game itself. Maybe I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Didn't try it.
2: But. What about Star Wars Leapfrog? <laughs>
0: No, I don't, don't Max know. Max doesn't have that one yet? No, but he will, now that I know about it. Yeah. I missed that one.
2: No, the uh, the nibble bit I did about the Leapfrog 3D uh, motion control. Yeah. Oh. Star Wars Leapfrog. That'd be cool. Probably wow. be 100 times better.
0: Oh, 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 I thought you meant Leapfrog the uh, children's That's toys. what I thought
2: he meant, too. No.
0: I thought they had, like, a, a Star Wars thing. I thought that's well, what you were talking about. I mean, now that
2: you mentioned I think that game is meant for children, Um Maybe they wouldn't notice the shortcomings of the
0: Kinect as much. I as as someone that's my age, that really kind of wanted to play it. <laughs> yeah, because I, you know, I obviously you want to be a Jedi. Although I, I mean, putting yourself in that universe, I probably wouldn't want to be a Jedi. I would want to be an average guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> average my, Joe. My character, I had a do- in, in Star Wars Galaxies. I had a doctor was one of my characters, which was crafted the medicines in the game, uh, and then my other character was a commando. So one character was not combat at all. Yeah. Which was awesome.
3: Different. Yeah. Very different.
0: Yeah. So favorite Star Wars games. I think we talked about this already during Mine's Pod Racer. Pod Racer. Battlefront. Battlefront.
2: I mean the the obvious answer for me would be the Old Republic. Yeah. And part of the reason was like at the time there were just no like awesome Star Wars games that really immersed you into the world. Right. And I think that was the magic of that game because it like places that were only mentioned in the movies you could you were, you went to in this game uh-huh. and the characters were so well written like characters in all BioWare games that they they felt like real Star Wars characters.
0: Yeah, yeah, the game is very well written. I agree,
2: but I would also throw in DroidWorks because right. that game I have the fondest memories of.
0: Okay, mine's obvious. Uh, Star Wars Galaxies. I would kill for that to be fully up and working again kill i'd kill a guy <laughs>
2: whatever happened with that uh that I one server later. that rolled back the updates they're
0: still working on it it's uh, i I've because i did play it right before the old republic came out and it was pretty good there was still some buggy things about it but they're working on it and doing a pretty good job
2: and is, you said the only way to play it is if you have your cd key from the original
0: yes which i bought a new one actually how do i get that they're on amazon i got i think mine was like four bucks
2: oh really yeah I should get one. I'd play with you. Yeah, it'd be fun.
0: Yeah, because um, right now they're still like beta testing. They're still in beta. Um, but once they get done, I mean, it's going to be a free server. I, I, you can donate, I think, once they get it. Once they get it up and up and running, but nah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. I probably would donate a little bit.
1: Yeah,
2: I definitely would. I yeah, give them I'd, like five bucks. I'd
1: play with you guys.
0: I'll yeah, I'll post the details for it um, on the blog post if I remember. That's that's the key if, I, if the I remember. Key. Yeah.
2: That's why we need an intern to.
1: Well, if he didn't no call, no show, no show again. Yeah. Oy.
0: Fired again. Done. Okay, so that'll do it for our Star Wars main segment. Everyone feeling good about it?
2: Feeling good. Yes.
0: Yeah, me too. (laughs) Uh, Actually, looking at the, uh, looking at the material, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ! But as I said, I spent all day doing research for it. So.
2: Yeah, and as you said, you know, there's. Over a hundred games we didn't even mention. No, so I know. If you played any of them, let yeah. us know.
0: Yeah, I did have to gloss over a lot of stuff, and a lot of the like the sequels to games that I put on here, I didn't, I didn't write down just because it was a sequel to the to the original, so I didn't. Right. I didn't bother mentioning it. So yeah, we're gonna take a quick break um, and be right back right after this. <laughs>
5: you the shadows, the are saving your lives He's looking at you, those crystal eyes The clever thing you say, the clever of the day. The maddening you need to really be that way Yeah, those crystal eyes See the way you wanted to be When well you got that way And so you learn, the fact that it's changed They mad it to you like it's only a game You've got a heart inside of a lot piece of The when to be? it, you got that way I don't letter of
0: Welcome back, everybody, to episode 44 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. The song you heard during the break was another song by Bear Wires. Uh, the song was called Loner, so...
2: We posted a picture of this band on our Facebook. I recommend you check it out.
0: Yeah, it's pre- pretty silly.
2: They're a molly-looking crew.
0: Yeah.
1: Bunch of honks.
0: Yeah, that too.
4: It's
6: like uh, the real-world uh, Spinal Tap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we are into feedback, and I want to say that my internet connection, for whatever reason, is not good. I think my router might be going bad, so um, Corey probably will be... His The audio might not be great. During this part, oh, so no
2: should I disable my video? Will that help?
0: Maybe. How do I do that? I don't know. I don't know how to use Skype. Just They're like not... I don't. I don't know. <laughs> what? Didn't you just hang up, Corey.
1: <laughs> he did hang up, didn't he? Yeah. Well,
0: at least it's during feedback. I can yeah. just call him back up. No That's biggie. True. <laughs> or did my Skype quit?
1: <laughs> I don't think so, man. It looked like he clicked something. I blame.
0: I got signed out. Did you? Yeah. I blame Corey. I wonder what happened. <laughs> That's kinda weird. Hang on, I'm gonna sign back in.
3: Right. Okay. So, Eric. Well NHL playoffs. I was just gonna say let's <laughs> talk about hockey for a second. Alright. Well, you're you're the one that has a team still in it. I'm a little disappointed. They um, played really well last game, but not you know, the first period. Not the first period. They played a good forty, fifty minutes of <laughs> hockey though.
1: Yeah.
3: They just I don't know. Hank didn't have it. Now he didn't. And Ryan Carter scoring the game winning goal kinda made me angry. Why? I don't really like Ryan Carter.
1: What's his deal? I don't know anything about him.
3: I don't know something about me, just about him, just rubs me wrong. Yeah, but I mean, whoever play, they got to play the oh, Kings. So
1: here's here's something, Dan. Did you see Pekarenes in the Final Four for the NHL 13? I, I did. Cover.
3: Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It is sweet.
0: You know a, who else is surprising?
1: Tavares, Giroux, and Malkin. Lundqvist isn't. No.
0: No, I think Rene beat Lundqvist. Yeah.
1: Right.
6: That's complete BS. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God! We can't all have it all, Corey. Well, well, no,
0: I I actually kind of agree with with Corey on this one, only because the Rangers have a hell of a lot more fans than the Predators. So That's I don't know. What I
6: mean, like you know, Pekarene might be the superior goalie. I don't know, but I'm surprised Lindquist didn't beat him.
0: Yeah. No, me too. I'm very surprised. But I don't know. I mean, maybe Rene. Maybe. Well, I was gonna say there's the whole Finland Sweden thing, but they're probably mm-hmm. countries that are about the same size. So. That's probably not, not one of the reasons, unless, you know, finish. Oh, uh, I don't even know if they would be able to vote in it, but.
1: Are we
6: on the air?
0: Yes, we are.
1: Well, oh, Will okay. and I were distracting everybody with hockey talk.
6: Oh, yeah, I don't know what happened. I disabled the video, and it disconnected me.
1: Yeah, your audio sounds sounding a little shitty. <laughs>
6: Should I try disabling the video again?
1: <laughs> yeah, might as well. Whatever. All
6: right, see you guys later. See ya. Do you still hear me? Yeah. Is it is the sound better? Nope. No. How bad is it?
0: It's a little stanicky. Yeah, uh, I mean, we'll work through it. Correct, um, take okay.
1: your clothes off, see if it gets any better.
0: After After feedback, everything will get shut down anyway,
3: so. Yeah. All
6: right, I'm going to mute my microphone and unmute it. All right. Is that better?
3: Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you
6: can disable your video. I'll get along, all right, if it'll help.
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know how to do that, though.
1: Stop my video. <laughs> I bet we're you that one.
6: So. We're all about
1: quality here on the. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, we are. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll call
0: it back up when uh when we're done with feedback because that's the only thing I'm gonna be clicking around with stuff. It's weird that that w- the wireless like hogs the the wired bandwidth. I don't know, that's I don't like that.
1: Hogs the bejesus out of it.
0: <laughs> but as I said, I think my router's going bad, so it's kind of old. So it'll be time for a new one once I once I have some money. Right monies okay anyway on to feedback the first one is from a longtime listener dave gardner and eric i think was it last episode or a couple episodes I think it was ago a
1: couple episodes ago uh
0: something about superpowers yeah i
1: don't even know how it came out but i i think i asked him to pick superpowers for each of us yeah i don't remember why
0: and he did he did oh,
1: he, he came up with a list
0: yes he did and it's it's good stuff so <laughs> it's pretty good all right uh okay uh Dave, uh, I actually had trouble finding this, too, of course. When I saw that it was posted, I was like, oh, i got to check that out. And Facebook just boggles my mind. (laughs) I don't don't get it. But anyway, uh, he says, okay, here are the superhero powers bestowed on the thumbstick athletes. (laughs) See comments. Let me bring this closer here. Okay, Eric, he has a fascination or addiction to poo. Not sure which it is. When I asked for favorite video game memories, his involved smelling some other guy's shit. (laughs) So his superpower is the Midas touch, where everything he touches turns to shit. lame. Todd, Todd, though not a full-timer, he has left an impression. He has the coolest name in podcasting. See also Beavis and Butthead, Do America, and Boogie Nights. Uh, But he has wussified the cool name and will never get the hot chick. So his superpower will be full-time wingman for his friends.
1: That was my favorite one.
0: <laughs> Dan, he is quite stiff and boring. In <laughs> fact, if he put out a solo podcast, he would put Ambient out of business. When I listen to him on the show, I can picture people falling asleep at a PowerPoint presentation in the boardroom. He will hence be known as a Sandman and will have... All the powers a Sandman has. Now I had two thoughts when I read that. First was is Sandman the guy in the Superman movie that know. was played by the character that played Ernest?
1: Whenever I hear Sandman, all I think of is Mariano Rivera. Me so do. oh know. and Metallica. And yeah. second
0: of all, I canceled my solo podcast idea, advanced uh what was it? Advanced calculus. I was gonna do a solo <laughs> a solo advanced calculus podcast. I thought you were gonna say advanced and, PowerPoint skills. No, no, no. I was going to do a podcast on calculus. Uh, I was going to host it by myself, but that's not happening, Dave. Thanks.
1: (laughs) You ruined his fucking dream.
0: You ruined my dream to have a math podcast. So thank you. Uh, Anyway, Corey, he is a hot chick of the show, the face of the audio podcast, if you will. (laughs) Though he occasionally brings something to the table, he's better off if you just look at him. I'm bestowing him all the powers of David Hasselhoff. (laughs)
6: More true than you know, Dave. <laughs> 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 and then
0: uh, Will. He is the meat and potatoes of the show. A guy who has taken the uh, hard road through Russian prisons, treks through the Serengeti Desert, and sat through all five seasons of Sex in the City and never <laughs> cried once. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rock, and I'm bestowing on him all the toughness and dedication that Tom Brady has, minus the stick figure wife.
1: Oh boy, you got your Tom Brady, Will. Yeah, I I'm think you that. lost. That's I, a, I don't know.
3: <laughs> no, nah, you lose, man. If I'm an NFL quarterback,
1: I'd rather have everything turn to shit than be Tom Brady. Well, I mean, his team, his team wins.
3: <laughs> and then he
0: goes on to say, "P.S. All the above is just in good fun, boys." And yes, it was.
1: Well, I thought it was. I was at work that was on funny. lunch when I read that this afternoon, and I was laughing out loud in yeah. front of people. Yeah, that was real.
0: That was really good, Dave. So thank you for that, sir. We uh, appreciate it um moving on oh does anyone want to give dave a superpower
1: oh i gotta think about that okay
0: (laughs) if you think of something let me know all right all right (laughs) uh the next one was from michael nelson who said after listening to dan talk about the witcher 2 i decided to pick it up so glad i did it's a fantastic game and i appreciate that because i always feel really bad when i suggest a game to someone and they buy it for 60 bucks and then don't like it so so i'm glad you did like it as I said, I always feel really bad if I suggest a game and someone doesn't like it, especially if they spend money on it. If they borrow it from me, it's one thing, mm-hmm. but
6: I'm with you. And I'm with the comment too, you know, after you talked about it, I really wanted to get it, but I don't have an Xbox, so
0: Right, right, right. We'll I we'll see. I was gonna say get it on PC, but you don't have a PC that can really run it either, right?
6: You know uh, no, no, I tried no. It. I couldn't even it wouldn't even boot up on my PC. Right. Um but I I've been tempted <laughs> to do the ninety nine dollar Xbox thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the long run, you know, you lose forty bucks, but at the same time, you know, you only pay ninety nine dollars. No, market. no,
1: no. You still save forty bucks.
6: Oh, you end up saving. You money? You save
1: forty bucks. Yes.
6: I thought you ended up losing money. Mm-mm. Okay. Hmm.
1: They were just so saying cool. like it's not as good of a deal as they make it sound out to be because you actually only save forty bucks. But I forty bucks is forty up- bucks losing $40. I'm almost positive that that you still save forty dollars yeah well really? we'll have to look into it yeah yeah
0: um i th- that's all the feedback right, or that's all the the Facebook feedback right
1: sure, yeah, I think it was or oh yeah. <clears throat> oh, no no didn't oh Travis had a couple comments about our local superhero oh that's right
0: let me Jonathan bones Jones once again, I don't F- Facebook man.
3: Disappointing. Yeah, that is very. It disappointing. Says, oh yeah,
0: he he posts an article from TMZ about um, John Jones being arrested for DUI. It DWI. Says, oh boy. D.
1: It says DUI on there, but it was a DWI. Okay.
0: Uh, looks like Johnny Bones. Jo- or, or yeah, looks like Johnny Jones likes the sauce a tad bit. <laughs> Don't worry, Henderson will knock the alcoholism right out of him.
1: <laughs> First of all, Travis, he does like the sauce a tad bit. And what bothers me about this, other than him getting a DWI, meeting. He could have gotten
3: a ride from absolutely anybody. He
1: could ask anybody here in this area.
3: I would have drove on my permit.
1: It was $200,000. It was his Bentley that he (laughs) he crashed into a telephone pole right by my house. Mm.
0: (laughs) If he had paid someone like 50 bucks, they would have driven him. You could have
1: said... I'm not paying you shit. Will you drive me home? Yes. 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 I will. I <laughs> and I'll walk home after I get to your house. Yeah.
3: Exactly. I will drive you, you to. Call to... A cab? I'll call a cab. Yeah.
1: Call a cab. Anything.
0: Or call a limo.
1: And there's yeah, also I'll... rumors. I don't want to start rumors, but I'm. I didn't start the rumor. I'm right. passing it on. Okay. That there was an, another female in his car, not his girlfriend. Oh. And the rumor is it's our mayor's daughter.
6: Yes.
1: <laughs> that wow. That's shit's pretty... getting scandalous. You can't handle that scandal. No. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised. Is she hot? <laughs> She's got to be hotter than the girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Unimpressive.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. Don't let him hear you say that.
1: I, yeah, I, I, as soon as I said that, I was like, man, I hope we, maybe we shouldn't get famous all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, he's, he's like, man, little. I'm going to well, kill Eric Holman. Listen, Dan, if he's with another girl, he must be thinking the same thing.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That is,
3: that is a good point. Stunk into a fight with him, Eric. Yeah. God, I wouldn't dream of it.
1: Although, how good of a story. <laughs> Eric got his ass whooped by John Bones. What did you do this week, Eric? I got my ass kicked by the light heavyweight champion of the UFC. Yeah. That yeah, would but, be a good story. You I agree. It Laird, <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
3: you'd No, you'd have to write it down.
1: Yeah, I couldn't yeah. even speak.
3: <laughs> I would tell everybody at my school. I'd tell everybody ever. <laughs>
0: Okay, so th- that was it for Facebook feedback. We had one thing from Twitter, which is from Michael Nelson, uh, saying, Eric, I gained a little respect back after saying you didn't want to support Chelsea or Man U.
1: Yeah. So, I am trying to. I was trying to think of, like, who I could compare those two in the sports that you guys know. It would be, like, somebody who's not a Yankees fan. Or, like, if you're picking a team, you don't want to root for the Yankees or Red Sox because, like, right. they're the most popular. Right. What sport is this? Fuck you, it. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. I does that.
3: Silly. <laughs> God
1: damn it. Football Europe.
3: It's football.
0: Oh. I should probably check our website, too, to see if there's any feedback on last there.
1: Last I checked yesterday, there wasn't, but yeah. never know.
0: Sometimes people post something last minute. Yeah.
1: No it, voicemails, unfortunately. No. Uh, uh, it
0: normally no. only takes a second, but because we're <laughs> using so much bandwidth,
1: <laughs> the bandwidth it's is going just... really slow.
6: I can uh report back on the Xbox thing while you're looking that up, Dan. Okay. Uh it it is you forty dollars extra if you do the subsidized. Thing. You do, okay. Yeah. In the long run, forty dollars yeah. extra.
0: Okay. So yeah, that that's that's all for um feedback. So thank you everybody for feedback, especially Dave. Dave. That was have, great. Excellent. Yeah, nice work. Um news. Corey, why don't you go first?
6: Woohoo. My article is titled, How Diablo 3's Always-On Internet Requirement Makes It a Better Game.
1: I knew somebody he, was going to pick that. Yeah, I saw that too. This
6: is by Kirk Hamilton on Kotaku. Uh, he starts by summarizing the cons of requiring constant internet connection, uh, and he revisits last week's Diablo 3 launch. <clears throat> but he says that, but now that I'm partway through Diablo 3's second act, I'm enjoying the feeling of being in a connected world that doesn't reside on my computer. It makes my actions feel consequential. Granted, they're consequential in a small way, but all the same, each thing I do feels permanent. It lends the world an intangible credibility that feels exciting and new. So he uses the comparison of a game like Dark Souls. He uses Dark Souls as an example. He says, because of the constant auto-saves that it's difficult to undo mistakes, and this makes every action that you do feel more vital. Um, but at the opposite end of the spectrum, a game like Skyrim, you can always just save before you do something important, like make an important dialogue choice or an important battle or whatever. Um, but, I mean, that argument I tend to disagree with because I feel like, and Dan and Will, you guys can agree or disagree, that there aren't really any important decisions or occasions in Diablo 3 that, I mean, even death is pretty much without penalty. Yeah, and there yeah. It's a very small penalty um but it's it's mostly painless you know you just die and try again
3: yeah
0: i agree cuz i mean it's not like you can make a mistake specking your character cuz there is no specking your character you can just choose whatever abilities you want to use at the time yep um the only f- thing would be selling something but there's a buyback option so if you sell something you don't want to sell you just buy it back right away
6: exactly yep. i the only the only like consequence i could come up with in that game is selling something on the auction house and that's such a such a small aspect of it that i don't really disagree with it, with his point here
0: right the o- The only thing I could think of is maybe the hardcore mode where if you die once you're you're done
6: duskis that's true, but i mean he's 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 on his first playthrough and in the second act, so he's not even experiencing any of that yet, and he's you know trying to say that there's some consequence in the game
0: uh i didn't feel it i'm yeah played no, it pretty, not at all. quite it's, a bit
6: it's, its i mean Diablo three is click the bad guys until they explode in the piles of loot that's the game, yeah pretty much. yeah and granted. I mean, we all like it for that reason, and it's very addictive for that reason, but there's no consequence there. Um, He goes on to say that when a game takes away our ability to meta-manipulate, it feels alive in a way that most games do not. The compromise for all this vitality, however, is that we have to be willing to give up control over a game's world. If we control the world that lives entirely by our rules on our hard drive, if that's that's the case, it seems we wind up unable to keep ourselves from abusing that power. And I kind of agree with his point there, because, like, I refuse to use cheat codes in games because as soon as I do, like, I just become the master of the game and it stops being fun. Yeah. And it doesn't, doesn't feel real. I agree. You guys know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I guess his the overall point, while well, I kind of disagree with the the spirit of his argument, or I agree with the spirit of his argument, I just disagree with how he arrived there with the idea of consequence and everything. Um, I don't think the idea of consequence is what makes a game feel alive. I would argue that, like... It's more. It's more basic than that, that. That that even simple social features are what make a game feel alive. And we see it in MMOs and, and even any any online game really because you're playing with other people. Right. Um. You know, just in in Diablo three there is the auction house which, which does lend even if you're not playing um co-op with people there's still always that idea of the auction house in the back of your head and that's a very real thing. Yeah. And to, to me something as as small as that is what makes the game feel alive. Right. And, and, even the bigger, like any MMO, really, it feels more alive because you're always playing with other people. And yeah, like 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 I said, his quote about once you give up control of the world, the game feels more alive. I would agree with that. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, 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 totally.
3: definitely.
6: So, like playing playing an MMO is is a richer experience for that reason. Yeah, would you say?
3: Yeah, I,
0: I agree. Because I mean, like you know, in real life. What control do you have over the world other than your small, maybe little circle? You know, so that so that, that I I get that. But where whereas in a single player game, and even one where you can, you know, like we'll take a Skyrim where you can make mods and stuff, you have complete control over the world. You're like a god. Whereas in pretty much any MMO or online game, you're just, just a guy. Yeah, just one of the many characters.
6: So would you say a game like Skyrim feels less alive than an MMO? Mm. But
0: I wouldn't say so, no. I, I, be, only because I feel like the Skyrim world is very well crafted. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's probably a bad example of, of a game, but uh, I'm trying to think of a game that...
6: That is poorly crafted but feels very alive? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> n- n- no, no. Well, the, no, but, I mean, I think that kind of gets to the heart of it, because if the the bellwether he uses is consequence, um, I mean... I don't know. I, I I just I I agree that Diablo three feels alive because it's connected to an online world, but I don't think consequence is the reason. Because the, there is no consequence in that game.
0: Right. the only, The only thing I can think of is maybe if you're grouped together with a bunch of other people and you screw up and cause your party to die. Mm-hmm. That's the only. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Consequence.
6: Yeah. Yeah. But even so, like that's just that's just part of part of. In an online world i think I think the online features are what make Diablo three feel alive right in the option to to play online you know even yeah. if even if you're you're always connected um even if you're not playing with other people
0: yeah, It's
6: so, just that idea that you could play with other people is enough for, to make the game feel alive
0: right it, so you see to me it didn't feel uh it didn't feel any different than like uh Diablo Two as far as that goes because i didn't I looked at the auction house once. And yeah, in the back of my mind, I did have the option to play with other people, but I knew I wasn't going to, and I didn't have any interest in doing so. Um, So I really didn't, uh, I didn't get the sense that the game felt like super alive and connected. Right. At all.
6: Okay. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I, I, like, I found myself holding on to items and stuff for when the currency auction house goes live. Yeah. Like the rare, the yellow items. Yep. Try and make some bank off of it. There you go yeah I don't know. I just thought that was interesting, yeah. and again, like i I agree with the spirit that you know there is something to be said for a game that's always connected, but at yeah. the same time, I don't think consequence is the reason um Diablo 2 feels more dynamic and,
0: right, yeah, well, and at least it's someone take at least taking the other side because I feel like most people are against the always connected thing, you know
6: oh sure and and this guy, I should say this guy himself, you know he is mostly against it, um he points out that uh he thinks it's still a bad thing to always have a game connected and he thinks a uh offline mode would be great for, like uh once you choose to make your player offline it will be offline permanently right be a great addition to the game and i think we can all agree with that
3: yeah absolutely
6: so yeah okay
0: excellent thank you Corey. sure will why don't you go next
3: okay uh, my article is on kotaku uh, 38 Studios and Big Huge Games Shutting Down, it's written by Evan Narcisse, and I'm just going to read the uh, the update for it. Uh, further reports indicate that it's not just Big Huge Games that's shutting down, but all of 38 Studios, an anon- anonymous source formerly employed at 38, sent Kotaku the following details. Um, 38 Studios just laid off its entire staff. Both Providence and Big Huge game Studios are being shuttered. We have not received a paycheck since April 30th. On May 15th, we found out we were not getting paid when our checks did not hit our accounts. Our medical insurance runs out tonight at midnight. We found this out when an employee's pregnant wife told by her doctor this was on Tuesday, 22nd May this week. So they found out that pretty much they are getting fired by a doctor, which is never a good thing. Uh, The company has not communicated anything concrete in terms throughout this project process, leaving team members to figure out insurance, stop gaps, uh, and all that on their own. And then there's a second update. Gamasutra got a copy of the layoff letter that was sent to all employees. It says, the company is experiencing an economic downturn. To avoid further losses and prob- possibility of retrench- retrenchment, the company has decided <clears throat> that a company-wide layoff is absolutely necessary. These layoffs are not voluntary and non-disciplinary. It's just how it goes basically is what it says. And this way is this is a way very very sad story because Kingdoms of Amalur was an awesome game. Yeah. yeah. And they're just starting out and it sucks that a company like this is getting. Mm-hmm.
0: Especially going down the way, it, way yeah. it went down badly. Sounds
1: pretty messy. Yeah. I actually Will and I had similar articles, so um but Apparently yesterday, in the the article that I have from Kotaku from Steven Totillo and Owen Good, they said that yesterday Kurt Schilling was bragging that Reckoning sold so well, mm-hmm. and today they're showing here like they found out everybody's getting yeah. axed. <laughs> Which just goes to show how big of a douchebag Kurt Schilling is, former Pokemon Oriole and Houston Astros. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I still think of him as, as a Philadelphia Philly. Yeah. That's just how I think of That's him.
1: That's how I think of him, too. You know, as a douchebag in red. I see um, him in uh, Oriole hat. I still
6: think of him as a cocky high schooler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they said um, that the, the analysts, that whoever was analyzing how much they would have needed to sell, they sold between 400,000 copies, which is apparently reported. And Kurt Schilling said they sold a little over a million, mm-hmm. so I'm going to say it's probably lower than that. Yeah. Um, but they're saying that they would have needed to sell about three million just to break even. Wow. For the development costs?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Boy. Three million copies.
6: I didn't
0: realize it I'm actually... Right uh,
1: can
6: you guys hear me okay? Because you guys are like cutting in and out. I don't know if I'm really static Your
1: audio is but... still pretty bad.
6: Oh, boy. Should I not talk? <laughs> no, you're fine. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> That's part of the charm of our podcast. Um. <laughs> Part of the trend.
6: Yeah, no, I'm actually on uh, actually MTVGeek.com right now, and it says that uh, 38, 38 Studios is closing its doors today, and all of its employees have received layoff notices. Huh. Wow. So there you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Um, and I, like I had heard that the re- main re- one of the reasons, at least, why 38 Studios was going under was because they were developing an MMO yep. for their second game. And obviously, MMOs Copernicus. are. What's that?
3: Copernicus. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Copernicus. Um, that I, I mean, MMOs are super expensive, especially nowadays to to make and and obviously it takes a while after you have the game released to recover all your all your costs. I think yeah. They just
1: kind of got into it too quick.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um and you know, especially with the flooded MMORPG market, it's mm-hmm. really really hard to to make any leeway, so.
3: And look at uh Star Wars the Old Republic, they're facing issues with that right now.
0: Yeah, already. And you know, that just out came out year. and it, it actually didn't, you know, really well. There was they sold over 2 million copies or something like that. They have
3: over a million in subscribers. Yeah, so. about 2
0: million subscribers. Uh it's down now, uh-huh. but I mean, it's going to take them a while with full-time subscribers to to make the money back, because I think it's the most expensive game ever made. Yep. So, if I do remember correctly. Yeah. Hmm. And it probably can came- th- Go ahead.
6: Uh, you know what's interesting? I don't know if you guys mentioned this yet, because like I said, your audio is cutting in and out, so I feel kind of bad jumping in here. But I did oh. read that if, if 38 Studios declares bankruptcy, then Kingdoms of Amalur would belong to the state.
1: Yeah, because Rhode Island gave them the loan. Right. Yeah, huh. that's crazy. That's awesome. Which there's, I just got. Oh, the article still here. Um, some guy, gov- the governor Chaffee or whatever he is of Rhode Island. Yeah, he said he was against Rhode Island giving them the loan. Oh, he was vehemently really? against it. Uh huh. And apparently he was right. He was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they were asking him what happened, and he just was like, "Well, the game failed." Yeah, that's all that happened. Yeah.
6: You know, it's really too bad, too, because, I mean, Rhode Island isn't known for game development. and Or anything it else. Would have been a, it would have been exciting to, you know, to see them succeed and, and build, like, a small video game, I guess, you know, video game studio, but, you know, I guess they were just a little too ambitious.
1: Kind of like what ESPN did with uh, Bristol, Connecticut. They just kind of built up into this monster. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, they yeah. did.
3: They were based in Connecticut. Mm
1: hmm. But, yeah, it's too bad because I really liked that game a lot. Yeah, me too. I'm buying the
3: DLC. My last little bit to help them. To give
0: the, uh...
1: <laughs> don't give, give Kurt Schilling any more there. than he needs.
0: I think Kurt Schilling's out of it. I think at this point it's paying back the residents of Rhode Island who have, <laughs> who have that enormous tax bill that uh, they have to pay off now. Boy. Poor bastards. That's a
1: mess. Yeah. It's a big mess.
0: But we'll see what happens. We'll keep you posted on what goes on with that.
1: Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens in that. Me too.
6: You know, it's surprising because um, EA published the game, and you'd think EA would offer, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens, but you, you'd think EA would offer the team some jobs, you know, in, in different studios. Yeah. Would you, yeah. Would you think that, though?
0: Absorb a lot of them. Er, yeah, because
6: er, I, I think the game was good enough that, you know, they, they'd oh, see okay. the potential in, in the talent and say, hey, you know, we want you to continue making games for us. Why don't you go here?
1: But didn't th- didn't we talk last week that EA did pretty bad last year, too?
6: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's,
1: so I it's mean, pretty, it's pretty which... much
6: across the board. Uh, publishers are doing poorly. It blows I mean, THQ my... is the worst, I would say. EA was wasn't far behind, and we were all surprised to hear that Square Enix actually made money in, yeah. in the last year of all the publishers. Like Square Enix, really.
1: Do you think the companies are just like trying to push too far ahead, and they just kind of kind of slow down and? You know? I think it's just
6: outdated development. Uh, techniques, and, and di- distribution techniques. Yeah, I mean, all the success and money is in mobile games. All the mobile, all the mobile uh, developers and, and publishers are making tons of money, and the traditional developers are falling by the wayside. They're they're not ready to adapt. Same thing that's going on in movies. The movie studios, um, the last few years have been having the exact same problems because they're they're not adapting to modern distribution.
0: God, I hope everything doesn't go mobile. Oh
1: god, that would be awful. I literally probably wouldn't even play video games anymore if it did. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean,
6: I forget who was tweeted. Somebody, some. I don't know if it's somebody from IGN. I don't want to. I, li- I like IGN. I don't want to base them right now. But somebody posted, uh, the used game market is killing, video games is killing the video games industry. And I tweeted back, and I'm like, listen, if that's what's going to happen, that's fine. I'd like to see all these businesses go out of business and see what comes out. Of you know comes out of the ashes.
0: Yeah, it, I mean it is part. It is part of the the you know the you know the 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 good companies. The cream will rise to the top. Basically, you know the companies that can adapt or that make good enough games. I feel like Activision probably is a company that is still making money, right?
6: Oh, it's got to be with, uh, especially with World of Warcraft.
0: Yeah, with Blizzard and then Call of Duty. Um, I can't see them not making money. So that, that you know, someone like that will always make games. I just I find it shocking that EA is losing money though, because of all the the blockbuster games that they had, and know? the
6: bullshit that they pull. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because
0: I I feel like if they were a little more honest and not and didn't piss people off so much, that they probably would make more money. And I feel like that has something to do with it. You know. Yeah.
6: It's, it's, they just need to retool really from the ground up and, and take what makes money and, and press that and innovate and adapt and you know that's that's, what, that's what's gotta happen otherwise we're just gonna see EA and all the other publishers um, collapse
3: yeah Ugh. anarchy I rue the day anarchy <laughs>
6: and, and, and I mean I talk about it kind of like a jerk like oh I hope they go out of business because these are regular people working these jobs. But at the same time, like that's what it takes for a huge corporation to realize we screwed up.
5: Yeah. You know, they have
6: to go out of business until that point. Like they think whatever they do is hunky dory. And I don't know.
0: Yeah. I capitalism.
6: Agree.
0: It makes way for, uh, indie developers to start putting their stuff on the market, which well, I mean, we're all a fan of indie, indie small, small, uh, small studio games. Absolutely. So, as long as they're still making games, I'll be fine. It's, sure. But if if everything goes mobile, I'll just blow a gasket. But anyway, It'd be tough of to that. keep living. Yeah, it would because <laughs> that's video games is one of my one of my it's one of my things. You yeah. know. So, all right. <laughs> my news article is by Hamza Aziz from Destructoid dot com that said why the entire gaming industry is happy the Lakers lost um kind of, kind of a sport tie in but really what he, what he, his main point was uh, there apparently there was a bunch of riots in Los Angeles after the the Lakers won against the Celtics a couple years ago I don't remember that because I don't follow the NBA but there was riots murders uh burning cars <laughs> fights everywhere
1: Sounds like like a, like a regular Tuesday in LA Yeah you
0: know? it could be I don't know I I've never been but uh he says, uh, I mean, the main reason is because the E3 conference is coming up, and he didn't want to have to deal with, with, oh. with, with sporting events uh, coming up. Um, he said he, one of the quotes is he wants to – where is it? I had these picked out. Uh, a lot of us in the gaming industry are just happy we don't, we don't have to fend for our lives while trying to play the Wii U <laughs> at E3, which I thought was funny. Um, but he does bring up the Kings because um, – Obviously, the Kings are in the Stanley Cup Finals. I think this was written before they were in the Stanley Cup Finals. It was from a few days ago. Um, but he says, granted, the NHL concern is more from the slowdown everyone can expect with the amount of people flooding downtown L.A. as opposed to potential riots. Well, hopefully there, aren't, there, there won't be any rioting at all, but people tend to go nuts with these things, and, and you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes on to say, no industry is perfect. Video game fans are far from a shining example of how fans should act. Despite all the death threats thrown around, you can't exactly point to any examples where fans attacked a company or each other with actual physical violence over how a game was made. Although I think they probably could have been close with the Mass Effect
3: ending. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Probably.
0: (laughs) If we we weren't all isolated, which I think someone in the comments mentioned, yeah, we're all isolated and by ourselves. So there's really no group mentality thing kind of going on there, so. Uh, still riding or not, e- E3 itself saw 46,800 people from around the world attend the conference last year. Combine that with a Staples Center seating capacity for a hockey game, 18,118 in L.A.'s notoriously horrible traffic situation. You have a recipe for a very long and stressful week, mm. which I agree. Yep. So At least the Lakers and uh, the Clippers were in the playoffs for a while too, but they're not anymore apparently. I don't think so. Yeah, they, they were down three one. They were getting they got whooped
1: beat. up by the Spurs.
0: Yeah, I think they got, ended up getting beat. So I mean, they only have the Kings to contend with now. So yeah, so that's good for the city of L.A. Or good for gaming fans, I should say. Not good for the city of L. A.
3: They're gonna win the cup though. So yeah, probably it's be pretty crazy. Probably. watch yourself. Sorry, Corey. It's not over yet. I know
0: <laughs> it. It really isn't. But I, I was telling—I don't know who I was telling. I, I maybe it was you, Corey. But I didn't feel bad about Nashville not making it past the Coyotes because I knew that they were going to get killed by the Kings anyway. I so think it you re- told me that. Okay. It really didn't matter what happened in that series. It, when I found out the Kings won, I was like, ah, yeah. whatever, they're not going to win. Yeah. So.
6: Well, Thumbstick Athletes listeners uh, should know that I picked the Devils and Kings at the beginning of this season.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you pick a winner or did we just pick –
6: I'm not sure if I picked. A winner. I think I we just. P- I
0: think we just picked the finals match. I, think, yeah, I we picked, think we did.
3: Uh, I think we picked winner. I don't remember. Uh, I don't think we did. Because I remember I picked Kings and Tampa, and I think I picked Tampa. I don't recall. But I could be wrong. It was
0: t- too long ago, but it is immortalized on the web, so we can go. You can go back and listen anytime.
3: I'm gonna do that.
1: All right.
0: So that's it for news, right?
1: Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Well, we're gonna take a quick break and try and assess our audio situation here try to try to get that fixed up for you and we'll be right back with what we played right after this <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to episode 44 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. The song you heard during the break was Back on the Road by Bear Wire. So, Bear Wires. Bear Wires. It was Bear Love Wires. Multiple Wires. Yeah, Bear Wires. It's um, four of them. Yeah, so good stuff, good music. All right, we are in the What We Play This Week segment. So, uh, Eric, why don't you go first?
1: All right. Um, I'm going to talk about Uncharted, because I had never played it before, and I had some free time, and I had been wanting to start a new game, and, uh...
0: Borrowed, right?
1: Yep. Uh, Sebastian, who was on our Catching Up with PS3 episode? Yes. Huh? All right. He let me borrow Uncharted and Resistance 3 a while ago, and I just never played them. <laughs> and, um, I've been pissed off at myself for not getting any use out of my PS3, so I was like, all right, I'm going to sit down and play Uncharted. Mm-hmm. And I really like it a lot. Um... I was pretty surprised at how great the graphics were uh-huh. just because it's been out for so long. Yeah. And, but, like, it reminded me of, you know, in Dead Island, that first in the hotel when you look out on the beach and stuff? Yeah. Like, there were some scenes like that where it was just like, man, that just looks awesome. Yeah. Um, I I don't like playing third person as opposed to first person nearly as much because it just feels like the controls aren't as tight uh-huh yeah um, floaty they feel floaty yeah yeah but that being said it's it's one of the better third person controls that i've that i've played not as good as gears of war not even close right to as good as but gears nothing war. is i don't think no um yeah i don't know it's just hunting treasure and it's like an indiana jones type of theme and yeah i like that yeah about it um,
0: very very uh cinematic
1: yeah it is cinematic, which I don't usually like. Maybe my game taste is changing, I don't know. But I also like that I've only played it for about three hours and I'm 39% done. Really? I like feeling so like short, I'm going to be done. Short, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I just like shorter games, I guess. Yeah. Um, But I really like the story, I'm into the story, and I think I may try and get a little further tonight. I, I wanted to have a beat before today, but I didn't get a chance, so. Yeah. um, But actually, the White's been playing it, too. She's found it a little more difficult than Skyrim. Okay. Um, even putting it on easy.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like there's a lot more specific, like, gameplay elements yeah. that in that game than there is, like, Skyrim. I've
1: died in Uncharted a lot more than I do in other games. Yeah. But I haven't gotten really frustrated with it. It's my own fault. So. Right. No, but I really like it, and I'm excited, because uh, I've heard from multiple people that if you liked Uncharted, you'd just love Uncharted, too. uh uh-huh. So. Cool. I'll probably end up buying that as soon as I beat Uncharted. mm uh-huh. But yeah, that's that's all I played. I played some FIFA and got my ass kicked a lot. Nice. Yeah, probably gonna get moved down a division.
0: All right, that's no good. No. To division four. Oh Ooh. four. You haven't been playing enough, or I haven't been playing a lot. Okay. Now. that's probably part of it, yeah. right? Out of practice. Well, I've
1: been playing the Euro download, which they said they didn't change anything, but it feels different. Different. B- Billy, Jeff, and I all agree it feels different. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I think I've lost my last four games in a row. Oh boy. I'm two zero and six this season, so hmm. not good.
0: Not good. Okay, Corey, what do you, you got can for know us? It. <laughs> yes, I can. What do you got for us?
6: Uh, I was talking to Eric. Oh, but, um, no! I played and beat Tower of Fortune.
0: <laughs> there Thanks. it is!
6: Yeah. I talk talked about this last week, so I won't talk about it too much again. Um, I beat it just in time for an update that alleviated much of the grind that happens at the end of the game, so go figure. Well, at least you have um, a sense of
0: accomplishment for that, you know? Yeah, you beat yeah, sure. It before. Uh, well,
6: I spent a lot of time on the subway, so, you know, it's a good subway game to play. Just sit on there and, you know, press the, the slot machine a bunch. Uh-huh. Um, there are three different endings depending on the boss you choose to fight, and they're all pretty cool endings. I mean, even though the story is... Very simple and maybe like five lines of text is the story leading up to the last boss overall. So, you know, the story isn't a big part of it, but but the endings were all pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But I did spend a little bit of time playing DC Universe Online, finally. Part of the reason I didn't play it until now, I actually downloaded it a couple months ago, and um, every time I decided I wanted to sit down and play it, I had to do the typical MMO update. The first time you play a game yeah and it ended up taking four hours to update i just had to have my ps3 on updating all day before i could finally sit down to play it um the first option it gives you gives you is player versus environment or player versus player i went with player versus environment because i suck um i had never played the game before so i didn't want to go into pvp Um, the game starts by playing a little cinematic, and it has all the, the you know the, the big DC names like Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, uh, Cyborg. It's, it, I don't know Cyborg. Do you know Cyborg, Dan?
0: No, I'm not that familiar with DC characters.
3: Yeah.
6: Okay, but Joker, Batman, Superman, Lex Luthor are all in there. Um, and it starts the, the opening cinematic has Lex Luthor kill all the big names. You know, your Wonder Woman, your Batman, your Superman, and then aliens show up out of nowhere. So Lex Luthor has to travel back in time and warn everybody. So after that opening cutscene, it cuts to Lex Luthor telling Superman, like, oh, you know, we were too busy battling each other. We didn't see the real threat show up. So the real threat shows up, which is the aliens, at which point you make your character, Uh, which to me is the most fun part of a comic book hero game. Yeah. You you make your own hero. Um, you get to choose male or female, of course, and then you choose your build. I chose a short, really muscular guy. Um, and then you choose hero or villain, which side you wanted to be on. I went with the heroes. Um, you choose your personality, which is... Uh, your choices are powerful, serious, primal, flirty, and comical. I chose flirty. I
1: knew you were going to say that. <laughs> well, Such a Well, I had tease. this little,
6: short, muscular guy, and I made him flirty, you know, like a little little napoleon little or john
1: hines type of guy <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
6: yeah so after you choose that you choose your mentor and your choices are batman superman and wonder woman and then you choose your power um the powers were fire gadgets ice mental nature sorcery earth electricity and light i chose ice i was like nah, they all sound pretty cool i'll just choose whatever so i chose light or ice um the other choice is movement. You choose how, how your character moves. One of them is flight, one of them is acrobatics, and one of them is super speed. Um, I, I questioned right away, I'm like, why wouldn't everybody just choose flight? Like, that seems the most useful. Um, but I figured I'm sure they implemented something that made that not be the case. So I ended up choosing super speed. Um, and then you choose your weapon, and the, the weapon choices are bow, brawling, like fists, dual pistol, dual wield, hand blast, martial arts, one-handed, rifle, staff. And two-handed um and then you can customize how your character looks i ended up making my guy even though his power was ice i made him a lava man just for the hell of it mm-hmm. <laughs> i gave him an afro and uh i, I decked him out in, like a trench coat and like jeans and sneakers so he you know he looked like a, a hip dude in the street nice. uh, and you choose your emblem and i made my emblem just a big hatchet on his chest so totally random superhero but you get dropped in the game, and of course, like every MMO, the first 15 minutes is all tutorial. Like, mm-hmm. it tells you what to do. You end up fighting some enemies. Um, the combat, uh, unlike other MMOs, is all action-based. You know, there's no, there's no click the hop. I mean, there's clicking hop buttons, but it's all, like, positioning and stuff like that. It's not like your EverQuest or World of right. Warcraft. It's just, you know wait till your cooldown happens, then click. Wait till your cooldown happens, then click. There's a lot of, like, movement's a big part of it. You have two attacks. You have your melee attack. And uh, my character's weapon was a bow. So triangle was the bow attack, and then uh, square was, like, my melee attack, which I think was just my fist. I couldn't really tell. And then as you level <laughs> up, you gain more superpowers. I ended up getting, uh, like, a, a ice lasso that whips out and drags all the enemies to me, and then I can attack them. Um, And the last power I got was like a a cone of ice that I think freezes enemies or something like that. I don't know. I ended up playing like maybe like an hour worth. Um, But after you do the little tutorial thing, oh, a big part of it, too, is you can pick up stuff and throw it. Yeah. Like like heavy things and and fuck them. Uh, But, yeah, I ended up playing like half an hour of it. And after I did like the little tutorial thing, I ended up going to the police headquarters, which is like the starting city, I guess. Um, and then picked up a few quests in there before going out and trying to do them. I didn't do any of the quests from the main headquarters, but I did go out of the police headquarters, and the first thing I found was, like, a race. And it seemed like the type of thing that this, this race is implemented in every zone of the game, and each one gets harder and harder and harder. And depending on how fast you do this race, it's like a, like a pilot wing, like, fly through the rings as fast as you can and return to the start. Um, And if you get, like, a platinum score, you get the best item. If you get a gold score, you get the second best item, so forth and so forth. But because I had super speed, I did platinum first try, and I was like, all right, good for me, and I got some cool item. Um, But other than that, like, it's it's pretty much your typical MMO. You get get items to equip to your guy and, uh, you know, choose their ability trees. But the powers are all really diverse, and, and there's a lot going on with combat, which I think is what makes the game stand out. Okay. So... If you're into comics and stuff like that, I would highly recommend it. It is free-to-play um, if you want some of the extra powers and, and stuff like that, especially when you're building your character, you, you, you pay for the DLC for that. But, yeah, it, it's got a, a good atmosphere and good feeling, and like I said, if you like comic books, it's got all that that kind of stuff in it.
0: How did you feel the MMO made the transition out of the console with like a controller instead of a keyboard and mouse?
6: Yeah, it's interesting because you have your... You still have your whole hotbar at the bottom, um, but the left four hot buttons, you activate by pressing L2, yeah. and then square, triangle, circle, or X.
4: Okay.
6: Right four hot buttons, you activate by pressing R2, and then square, triangle, circle, or, or X. So there is, like, it's it's not really a control issue, it's more of a memory issue, just memorizing what all of your abilities are, uh-huh. and once you get that, like, yeah, it's a little cumbersome at first, but once you get that, I feel like it's fine. You yeah. Know? just memorizing where your abilities are and like I said you get get a square attack which is melee and triangle which is uh, range attack and uh, I think circle picks stuff up and triangle throws it and x's jump so like all your buttons do something right Um, like I said it is a little cumbersome at first once you get used to it I think it's fine and I, I could see a lot of MMOs working like that just fine.
0: I've always said I really wanted to play an MMORPG on a console and I probably would even play like World of Warcraft it if it was on Xbox just cause I I it's not you know, too complicated to make it make a special control yeah. setup.
6: And a lot of it is just the comfort of being able to sit back on the couch with a controller. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's I mean that's my that's my thing
6: too.
1: Sure. So okay.
6: But yeah, I'll, I'll play it more and uh, report back, but so far, so good. I was I was really impressed.
1: Oh, yeah. so, I just, it, so I should download it?
6: Yeah, I mean, it's free.
0: Yeah, at least give it a try.
6: Set some time aside to install the updates. I think it ended up being like 15 gigs altogether or something like that. Holy crap.
0: Is it on PC, too, or is it just uh, PlayStation?
6: You know that? I'm not sure.
0: I'll have to look it up, because I would try it on PC.
6: Yeah. I just heard that it went free-to-play a while ago, and that's why yeah. I downloaded it, Um for free and i just hadn't installed it until now Uh
1: i'm gonna have to adjust my settings because i think i have my playstation set to shut off after inactivity for a little bit
6: yeah that's i have mine set for an hour so even like during movies if i forget it'll just shut off on me
1: yeah um i don't know if playstation does this but my xbox even if you shut it off it still downloads anything you have downloading yeah
0: really yeah Yeah. there is an option i love that that. yeah yeah yeah, because you can set it up to download like a new demo uh-huh. and go to sleep and I've
1: done that overnight a few times.
0: Yeah, wait especially if it's the big ones, they yep. take forever. So Okay. Is that all you got for us, Corey?
3: That's
0: all I got. Okay. Uh I'll go next, I guess. I'll so I'll leave save the best for last. How's that sound, Will?
3: Ooh, sounds fantastic. Alright.
0: Uh I finished Diablo three. Thank you. Hey. Did I get applause? You did, but beginning? we'll give it to you. Okay. Man, I was going to say, I thought I got applause at the we top like of the episode, too. you that too. much. Well, thank you. Uh, I also started my second playthrough on Diablo. Um, on the Nightmare difficulty, which is the next difficulty up, um, I died twice the entire first playthrough. Um, one was from server lag, so that wasn't wasn't my fault. And the other one was my character is very susceptible to poison damage, so uh, I got in a group of enemies that I couldn't escape and was poisoned and used my healing spell and... and, and uh, uh, the potion, I had used those, and I couldn't. You know, they they take a certain amount of time to recharge, so I didn't. Uh, so that's how I died for that. And I think that was even in the first act, maybe second act. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was more towards the beginning.
6: What class are you? In? I'm a monk. A uh, monk. Yeah. Uh, how do you I, feel about the nerf?
0: I don't think I use that ability, so I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. Don't care. Uh, but I I've heard that. Later on, you really only have, especially in the the hardest difficulty, you really have only one way you can spec your character, and maybe that's that's an ability that you had to use. Ah, uh, gotcha. So,
6: what ability was it? You, can you say?
0: After? I no, I don't remember. Uh, okay. Um, like I said, it wasn't one I used, so I didn't I didn't care. I just
6: saw that the the, the monks got one of their abilities got nerfed like yeah ten ten times or something. like yeah, that
0: it, yeah, yeah. It was it was I guess, and people are kind of upset about it, but I I didn't notice it um i enjoyed the story uh plowing through endless waves of uh demons and monsters was was sweet uh the variety equipment was good obviously there's i mean endless amounts of stuff i think what did they quadruple or is there five times more equipment in this one than there was in the last one which is pretty impressive Impressive. because there was a lot in the last one
6: yeah, even if it was double, that'd be a
0: huge amount. Yeah. Um, I, I like the ways you can mold your character at a lower level. There's a variety of different ways you can play. Um, like I said, I heard that you can't do that, and at a later difficulty, there's only one way you can play your character um, because of the difficulty. But mm-hmm. I, do, I do like the way that I can... Because I, you know, I would do full-on offensive, but once I got into you know, some more stuff that could kill me, I switched over to a shield and like the the blade that you put on your knuckle i don't even know it's it's like a sh- shuko or something like that,
3: Some, you, uh, what's that called? i don't
0: remember what they're i think it's a shuko they have a couple different names for it but but i switched over to that so i would have better defense yeah um and ended up finding like a really sweet one that i put a jewel on and I, i'll probably have that weapon for a while because it's really sweet mm-hmm. uh disliked what did i dislike about? oh the the uh, the game is really mechanically solid too um, I haven't run into any mechanical like weirdness at all, so mm-hmm. that's good. I like uh, destructible environments, even though they don't really affect anything other than kind of look cool. Uh, it's it's aren't, it's a neat touch.
6: Aren't there occasions though where you can like drop a chandelier on enemies and stuff
0: yep. like that? Yeah. Yes, there is. Yeah. yeah, there is. And I had heard that in the plans for the game, it was more of a factor. Um, destroying environments that you could destroy environments and find like secret passages and stuff but i haven't come across any of that in the in the final game i also heard that uh in the the planning for the game the runes were things that you found to put on your abilities that they they weren't like unlocked at levels and you would have to find them and and then Mm -hmm. if you had them you could put it on your ability which I thought that I think that'd that would be, be cool,
6: pretty cool, yeah, but yeah, I mean it sounds like they just made the game as simple as possible, yeah,
0: I mean there's not a lot to it, and actually uh well, one of the things I dislike was there's still some server lag, I get it, I get rubber banding every now and again, which is kind of annoying, um but I'm at this point i'm it could be my internet connection, I don't know, yeah, um the, the way it's been running lately, that could be why, but I mean still, I shouldn't have to be connected to the internet to play Diablo three.
3: I agree completely,
1: but you know whatever. Well, then I mean the the consequences. I know.
6: If uh, if they gave you the option to have a all offline single player character, would you do it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would take yeah. my character that I have now and make them all offline, and mm-hmm. start a new online character. Uh-huh. But because I mean I didn't I haven't played with anyone online. I haven't really even thought there was one. I think maybe the first night we were both playing when I was kind of close to your level, I thought about it. But I mean, since then I'm. A lot. I think I'm level 38, maybe. Holy oh, crap! Uh. So I'm way above anyone that I would be playing with
6: at this What's point. What's the level gap? Do
0: you know? I don't know. 50, maybe, 60. Uh, uh,
3: I definitely goes above 50. Is it? Okay. I've seen abilities at like level 58, maybe. Okay, maybe it's 60.
6: Yeah, 60 sticks out in my head, but I'm not. I'm not sure.
0: Okay, I haven't seen any characters higher than level 50. I got to pair up my... with Jimmy, Dan. Oh yeah. Jimmy's probably a lot higher than me uh, at he, this point. He
1: played 40 hours the first two days. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, he's definitely definitely further than me. Wow.
1: Wasn't well, Belly in his 40s or something like that? 50s? Billy? Yeah. He doesn't have Diablo. Uh, are you sure? Maybe he does, but I he hasn't said a word to me about it.
6: I think he added me as a friend.
1: Uh, really? Uh, he's lying to you, Eric. Well, no, I didn't ask him. I, he didn't say a word about it. I can check. Yeah, <laughs> I'd I know, be I'd be interested to find I out. I know him and Justin were going to start playing Starcraft too. Oh boy! Oh, I want in. Uh, I don't support any of these games.
0: <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Blizzard either, but they make a solid game. Oh, no, do. I just don't like them. Yeah, I they don't blame games
3: you. Um, was the final boss hard, Dan?
0: I didn't have trouble with anything. Really? I I blazed everything with ease. Cool. Um, which I mean, I've heard from other people that are having some difficulty.
3: I haven't yet, but... I, Yeah,
0: I, I, I... Nothing was even close to being able to kill me. Yeah. Um, other other than the two times I died, but I was a, little, a lot more careful after that, so... I die with my wizard my
3: sometimes, because we can't take a hit. Right, exactly. But... Yeah, if you yeah, get I, surrounded... I actually,
6: yeah, uh, I died quite a bit, but as I mentioned last episode, I'm not, like, exploring everything. I'm just kind of going for the objectives.
0: Yeah, see, I explored everything, every dungeon, cleared out everything, killed all the bad guys. Um... My other dislike, which is kind of both a pro and a con, is lack of depth. There's not a whole lot of depth to it, but that's also kind of a good thing because I feel like it's a game, if you have half an hour, you could jump in and just go kill some stuff and, and sign out where you don't have to set aside a huge amount of time to play Diablo 3. That's true. Which I think, it, like I said, it's a pro and a con. Um, it probably will uh, suffer for the longevity for me, but you know, for now it's no yeah. problem for me to jump in and
3: kill, kill some kill stuff some and jump
0: out. Yeah. Yeah, that's my Diablo 3. Uh, Dragon's Dogma. It's an open-world action RPG from Capcom, which is surprising because this is not your traditional JRPG at all. Um, it was a game that was off my radar until last week when I got the new Game Informer and I read the review for it. and the, I think game Informer, game Informer gave it an 85 so I it, it was decent. at least worth attention. So I, I started looking into it, and I look you know looked at some videos, and the combat looked really awesome. Uh, there was a video of some a group of four fighting a griffin outside like a castle, um, and you could grab onto the griffin and you know fly up with it and just be stabbing grab it in the back. Feathers. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, I I'm, I'm going to try this game. It's it's something different. I you know I didn't really know anything about it other than hearing its name. Uh, so I got it, and it's part Skyrim, part Kingdoms of Amalur, part Dragon Age, and part Assassin's Creed. Ooh. So it's all those games kind of mixed into one, which is, which is really weird. Um, one of the things that makes a game different is the pawn system. And this is, uh, probably, probably the coolest thing about the game. Uh, pawns are helper-soldier people from another plane, um, in existence. Uh, they don't have, like, a will of their own. But they're they're there to serve the arisen. That's that's what your character is. Um, you make your own uh, primary pawn uh, with the character creator, which is pretty pretty good character creator. It's very very in depth. Uh, towards the beginning of the story, it's not right at the beginning because you just make your character. Um, the pri- primary pawn stays with stays with you throughout the whole game too. Um, whereas you you have a party of four, so you have two other pawns with you, uh, besides your, your main pawn and your, your character, um, the pawns can be, your primary pawn can be leveled up, you can pick abilities and change classes and equipment for them, mm-hmm. too, which you can't do with the other two pawns, um, but the coolest thing about it is the pawn sharing, now, when you create your pawn, your pawn goes into this pool, and it, they can actually be selected to go into other people's games, and fight, oh. and gain experience, and do quests, um, which is really sweet. Um, whenever I go out on adventuring, I, I pick. You know, you go into the, you go you go up to this r- like rift stone, and you go uh-huh. into the rift, and then you, from there you can pick ones that are just walking around in there, which are all your level, or you can do a search and search for specific things. Like uh, I always make sure I have a, a mage and a uh, like an archer type of class with me, because my my character I made was a is a magic archer as they're called, but I'll I'll get into that in a minute. Mm-hmm and then my primary pawn's a warrior. So, you know, they they suck up the damage. So I have someone that can heal and then someone that can hit from from a, a distance. Um so, you know, when you when you go pick your pawn, it's uh you know, I, I, like I said, I always, you can, there's, but there's a bunch of different categories you can, you know, search for, you can search for level, class, um, plus the stuff that they know, because when they, when you take them out on quests and stuff, they, they get a rating for quests and bad guys that they fight, and there's three stars that they can get up to, um, and by, by killing different bad guys or doing different quests, you know, you up your, your pawns, uh, rating, um, but also when they, when they join someone else's party, um, Mm -hmm. They they can learn that stuff and that helps them. Like uh, if you don't, if you're fighting something that you don't know, but your pawn or one of the pawns that you recu- recruited for someone else knows something about that bad guy, they can they'll they'll give you pointers. Like there's a lizard man that I was fighting and I didn't like I wasn't doing very well against it. And one of one of the pawns that I had recruited said, you know, you got to chop off its tail first. Mm-hmm. Once you chop off its tail, it kind of thrashes around. It doesn't really attack because it's you know in pain or whatever. So yeah. so that helped a lot. Yeah. Um they also point out uh uh you know if if they know an area or a quest they'll point out where stuff is hidden or they'll give you they'll lead you where to your, where your next objective is uh which is really cool. The AI for the pawns is is really pretty fantastic. Um and then when you're cuz the, the the pawns that you recruit from other people's worlds they don't get leveled up ex- at all. They don't get like experience. Um so you do have to send them back once they're they're not high enough level for you or you know i I recycle them pretty frequently i always try to get a pawn that's like two or three levels ahead of me so they have a little more experience and can help me out um once you send them back you can rate them based on their appearance their helpfulness and their combat prowess i think those three things and then you can get you can choose to give a gift if uh you know if you if you want to and then uh there's a bunch of comments that you can leave for for your for your pawn that's really neat yeah Yeah, um it's it's different uh, I really like that about it. Um, my pawn wasn't very well rated appearance wise for the couple of missions <laughs> that it went out, but I I just gave her new armor, so so she should be getting better ratings. I don't know if they even affect anything, but I think you can search by by ratings.
6: That's what I was going to ask: that the rating affects the the person who owns the pawn pawn at all?
0: No, it's just I I think it's a way for you to you know maybe improve your pawn in different ways. Yeah, that's cool. Um. Yeah which I really like about it. Um, uh, So, yeah, when I I made my character, I I initially started off as a mage, which probably is not the best idea, especially at the beginning, because the pawn that you start off with is like a generic pawn at the beginning of the story, and that's also a mage. So I had a lot of trouble with the game, like, right at first, because it was two mages, you know, casting spells on stuff, so no no one to soak up any damage. Uh, So that was kind of difficult, but I ended up uh, moving into... uh, uh, magic archer which is a hybrid profession as they call it hybrid vocation and it's i have a bow but it's not like a bow bow it shoots magic instead of shooting actual arrows which is kind of sweet yeah. um but yeah i mean the, the, at the beginning of the game uh a dragon kind of falls out of the sky well there's a prologue part that i don't really know what what the story with it is um it happens a few hundred years before the events of the game but at, at the beginning you you get your heart stolen by this dragon um but you wake up like not that long after and you kind of are trying to put together the pieces and you figure out you're the arisen which is the chosen hero for the realm you're supposed to help and that's why you can control the pawns um because they're 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 just there to serve the arisen um i'm not very far into the story i've done mostly side stuff so far uh you know exploring doing side missions uh figuring out the pawn system. Um but another way the game really shines is the the combat, which is amazing, which is why I think it's a little bit like Kingdoms of Amalur. Um controls, uh you have your primary weapon and your secondary weapon. Uh you hit, you know, you have your normal melee attacks which are just the X and Y buttons and then you can press the left bumper to bring up your primary weapon attacks um which are your special attacks if you have just a sword. Um
1: Wait, this is an Xbox game? Yeah. Shit, I thought it was PC the whole time. No, no,
0: no, it's Xbox, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Xbox. I
1: was like, oh, this sounds fun. I want to play it. Oh, wait, my computer sucks. Oh, no, it's on Xbox.
0: Oh. Um, and then you hit the right bumper to bring up your other thing. So, like, um, my normal, like, attacking weapon for just melee is my staff. So if I just press X or Y, it's the, you know, regular attack and then power attack. Um, if I hit the left bumper, it brings up my magic bow to, to shoot, you know, whatever. And then the right bumper is my spells. So you just hold that down, and then X, Y, and uh, I guess it's A are the, or B, A, B. B. <laughs> <laughs> I had to figure, I just pressed the buttons. I, didn't, yeah, now, I don't yeah, even, I didn't even think about point. it. <laughs> so, yeah, you have, uh, you know, your two normal attacks and then six, like, special attacks, which is really uh, uh, pretty great. Uh, combo attacks with pawns are pretty sweet, too. Uh, you can get, at least my 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 pawn has an attack that will fling you up into the air, um, so if you're fighting something big and you want to go jump up on its shoulders and grab onto it you can have your you know your pawn will do that and they'll they'll call you over because they chatter all the time and they're telling you things or you know they're like come over here whatever I'll launch I, my character doesn't get launched because I'm a mage but they'll fling you up onto the onto the back of like a tr- big troll or something and so you can start stabbing it in the in the back or in the face yeah exactly sounds
1: awesome in the back of his neck yeah uh
0: the some of the creatures are really big. Like, I t- I told you about the, the griffin that I saw. I, it was in the demo. That's where it was. Oh, there's a demo. There's a demo. I'm downloading it tomorrow. Yeah, try okay. it. Try, at least try it out. I um,
1: will. How are the graphics?
0: Graphics are really good. That's the, the, Skyrim okay. is what comes to mind. It's, it's a little bit like Skyrim graphically. Plus, there's a lot of items and stuff. Come on. <laughs> Junior partiers.
1: Did you hear that, Corey?
0: <laughs> Corey must
3: be muted
1: oh yeah i am muted yeah i heard that okay it's going off again
0: that's annoying <laughs> I, the lo- neighbors? I don't know i lost my train of thought it might be m- my wife's car i'm not sure
1: no i asked you about the graphics and you said skyrim oh
0: yeah the graphics the graphics are good um i haven't noticed any like issues with it um uh, the, the worlds are really great um the creatures that you fight are actually really cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Am I, Corey? Do we want to turn your thing down a little bit.
1: Turn what down? I think I can hear myself. Yeah, under... you're right, echoing.
0: Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's better.
1: Better? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Um. Right. Yeah, no, that's okay. You're that's good. okay.
0: Um. Yeah. The, the the creatures are really huge, which which make the battles really. Oh my god. Don't they
1: know we're trying to record a podcast I'm gonna here? I'm going to go and kick somebody's ass here in a minute. <laughs> go man. scream out there. It's all right. You Street guys John
6: think that's bad. I have a band practicing in the basement of where I am.
1: You know, we so. can't get no respect.
0: No, we get no yeah. respect. Isn't you know, we, Corey? We, we have two separate offices <laughs> where we try to hold down our business or do our business. business.
1: Two separate mansions.
0: Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the creatures are, are really big, which make the, the battles really epic. Um, I had a... A night battle, actually. And they, they tell you not to adventure at night because it gets really freaking dark, and you can carry a lantern. But it only glows like maybe it like it. Oh, it's very freaky. It oh. only glows like an eight-foot radius around you. But, I mean, it's it's pitch black, and you cannot see a thing outside that that eight-foot radius. And uh, the monsters get a lot more bold and daring at night, obviously, because they can hide behind yeah. the cover of night. So uh, I, was, I, I was stuck out at night. I couldn't get back in time because there's no fast travel either, which is another oh, kind of cool thing about it. See,
1: yeah, that's Boy. the thing about Skyrim. Like, it was cool having it, but I felt like I was missing things.
0: Yeah, um, I think not having fast travel really helped this game. There is a thing called, like, a port stone or something that you can warp back to the, yeah. the capital of the, the, the country, but that's, that's all you can do. And I didn't have one at the time. They're kind of expensive. Right. So I, there, and, uh, I got attacked by a troll. Um, who I couldn't see because it was dark, um, but my you know my pawns all kind of went to attack him, and uh,
1: so even after he attacked you, like it doesn't light him up or anything. No, no I had to cool.
0: light him up with fire ah, because whoa, the, awesome. one, one of the cool things is is the like I said the combo attack. So I gave one of my pawn my primary pawn uh, 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 vials of or. Uh, Beakers of oil, mm-hmm. and they would throw the beakers of oil at the troll, and I would light you that on, fire, on with, fire with my oh, magic, so sweet, I could kind of see where he was, where I could you know fire my fire my bolts at him. And, that sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, really, the, there's a lot of inventive things that you can do with the battle because of how varied it is. Yeah. Um, you can throw ice like ice beakers onto things and then freeze them and it'll freeze them more solid than, than if you just use like yeah. the freeze spell. Um plus using uh using terrain is really really beneficial, you know, when I'm an archer, I kind of try to jump up on a rock or on the roof of a building so I you know no one can attack me um while I'm attacking. And that's where Assassin's Creed comes in because there is a lot of like climbing and vertical stuff you can do, which is really cool. <laughs> including jumping on the on the the monsters that you're mm-hmm. fighting and, and stabbing them or whatever.
1: It's something I forgot to mention about Uncharted. What's that? That has that Assassin's Creed, like, kind of jumping from cliff to cliff. And yeah, stuff like yeah. It,
0: it works really well in uh, in uh, yeah. Dragon's Dogma.
1: It sounds awesome.
0: Um, Yeah, uh, Nitro. Yeah, uh, so there's... there. I mean, I read a few reviews about it, and there's some complaints out there, which I feel are okay. Uh, some of them say there's a boring main quest. I haven't really gotten that far in it, but... Like, I'm having so so much fun with the pawns and the combat that I don't... It, it feels like Kingdoms, a lot like that. Like, I mean, the story, yeah, it's kind of interesting, but not really. Right. But the game is so good that you don't really care. Uh-huh. Uh, difficulty, it is a very difficult game. I died a lot, especially at the beginning. Like I said, I I think I chose the wrong class to start out with. Well, um, plus, it's what you wanted to be, though. Well, exactly. And plus, it's one of those games where you can't wander too far away. Um, because the stuff like off the beaten path is really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. It's not like Skyrim where you could walk from one end of the planet or the map to another, like stuff doesn't scale to your level. So if oh, you're not Christ. supposed to be there, you know it, uh, which I, I, I kind of like, it feels, yeah. feels a little bit better. You know, like I said, in S- Skyrim, you can pretty much just about go in any dungeon right off the bat and, and at least do okay. Maybe not well, but, uh, some people didn't like the silent main character, which I have no problem with that. Um, people are
1: so fucking picky. No,
0: I know. I agree. Um, I actually kind of like the silent main character. I feel like anyone that makes a like a voiced main character is trying to rip off Mass Effect with Commander Shepard. Um, I feel like Dragon Age Two did that with Hawk, um, and it just I don't know. It doesn't feels kind of cheap. Yeah. So, um, and then people complain that the pawns talk too much, but you can control your pawn how much they talk. But I like it because they're they're giving me tips. On cuz you know i don't have the the player's guide or anything like that so that the, they they help a lot with telling you where treasures are or telling you how to kill an enemy that you haven't fought before um especially like i said i try to get higher level pawns that have more knowledge than you know my pawn to help me out with my with my stuff but i mean so far i really love the game um it's definitely my my game of the year probably so far oh uh yeah it's really great i can't get enough of it wow so yeah, wow. I would. Uh, tops, Mass Effect, what? and Tops.
1: Whoa. I really thought about getting it.
0: It's a great game.
1: Is that out for PS3 too? Yes.
0: Yeah. Xbox oh. and PS3. Um, I guess
1: it, it gave it a forty on Metacritic.
0: Yeah, no. I, there's some places that gave gave it good scores, and there's some places that didn't give it good good scores. Yeah, but I mean, like so f- a, a real mixed bag. Yeah, it is. So far, I I think it's a great game. Great I'm, game.
1: I'm gonna get the demo tonight.
0: Yeah, give it a try. Oh. Um, it it's I think it's gonna be a very very long game. So it might not be one you want to buy, right. but you can borrow it. Yeah. When I'm done with it, I, you know it's fine. I'm not going to get rid of it. So,
1: yeah. But it's awesome.
0: uh, definitely uh, listeners out there. At least give it a try. Give the demo a try. If the combat seems like it's something that's interesting to you, um, you know, go for it. And the the character creator. I don't know if I mentioned that, but it's really pretty pretty robust. Um, I made a I made a girl character. I always make a girl character, who's kind of short, got kind of a thick butt and thick thighs. <laughs> Yeah. Dave knows how to make a well I wanted to make a character that I, I didn't mind looking at. <laughs> Curvy. For, well, yeah, exactly. For long hours. Um so probably, I, I probably a
1: catcher in softball in high school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it could be. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I see it.
0: Um Yeah. So great game. Give nice. it a try. Uh if I mean if you can get it out of Redbox, I would try that too. I don't think they they don't have any kind of like online pass or anything like that. So
1: Is it in Redbox?
0: It might be. I don't know. It probably is somewhere. I don't know if ours has it. I've been checking
1: it. the red box at work because I wanted to get uh, Ghost Recon. Okay. But I haven't seen it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe I mean maybe in a week they'll have it in there. Yeah. But it's a sweet game. I love it. I, I wanted to play it all day today, but I was doing research.
1: Thank God for that. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so, I think that's all I wanted to say about drag, uh, Dragon's Dogma. I, I mean, I really feel like the... Not having fast travel is was a good move for that game. Because, yeah, I mean, it sucks walking long distances distances to get from one place to the other. But uh, it, I, I feel like at the same time it's it's good for the game because you kind of, like, will gather a bunch of quests that you need to do in one area. And you'll walk there and take care of those quests all at once and then walk back. And you also kind of have to, I mean, you got to be careful not to be out at night too much because it's really hard at night. Very dangerous. But
1: that's a cool touch, too. Yeah, it is. Remember, I said I never traveled at night in Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually going to bring that up.
0: Skyrim was much easier to travel at night in, yeah. in Dragon's Dogma, too. I Dragon's Dogma like is hard because you could fall off a cliff and not even realize what <laughs> what happened. So
3: cool. <laughs> I like that yeah. a lot.
0: I mean, like I said, you have your lantern, but you have to get oil for your lantern, too. It's not oh. It's not endless. If you don't oh. have oil, which I use the oil, I give them to my my main pawn to throw on, on bigger bad guys yeah. to light on fire. But that sounds awesome. Yeah, sweet game. Awesome. I'm loving it.
6: Oh, Dan, don't convince me to get it. Yeah. I know. I just
1: bought my iPhone today. I'm like, shit.
0: <laughs> we'll get the demo and it, at least try the demo. All right. Because that that gives you a feel at least for what what combat is like. And I, after playing the demo, I was like, this is cool. Um, I was still going to get it at that point. But at, you know, after I tried the demo, I was like, you know, it's it's cool. The combat's pretty neat. Um, but there's really a lot more to it than than just what's in the demo too. Yeah. So, yeah, give it a try.
1: All right, interested. I'm interested. Are you downloading the demo now, Corey? As we speak. <laughs> you you text me and let me know what you think. All right.
0: Yeah, I am in love with the game. I I can't wait to play it tomorrow <laughs> Sweet, when I get man. home from work. I was gonna play tonight, but if I pl- I you know played it a couple nights in a row, like, but before I knew it, it was two thirty three o'clock yeah. in the morning i'm like oh shit i better go to it's, bed
1: I, i'd like to play uncharted tonight but i've been getting shit for sleep yeah, yeah uh, same
0: here where's on you
1: dude i this today i was most tired i've been in a long time
0: yeah coffee i had to drink coffee right before this episode because if i didn't i wouldn't function
1: i thought about grabbing a cup but i didn't because it would all crash
0: yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah partway through the episode yeah. you'll just be like uh. all right well what do you got for us
3: Played Torchlight one, uh-huh. and then Torchlight two, which we talked about Torchlight one quite a bit on the podcast because you played it and Corey's yep. played it. Mm-hmm. But I got into the uh, beta for Torchlight two, mm-hmm. and boy, like I didn't play the first one a real lot, so I don't really know. Like I can't really compare the differences between the two. But like I'll start with the classes. There are four classes in this mm-hmm. one opposed to the three in Torchlight one. There's the Berserker, who you know is like the tank, mm-hmm. uh, the Engineer, which Corey will probably play as. <laughs> no, he will. Yeah. Uh, then there's the Ember Mage and the Outlander. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Outlander is which what I po- I uh, picked, and it uses guns and a little bit of magic, which is a cool breed. That's probably what cool I would pick, breed. Too. I, I really like
0: the Outlander look.
3: Mm-hmm. And uh, I dual-wield pistols and mm-hmm. use magic and stuff like that. The Ember Mage is like the alchemist in the first one, uses strictly magic and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. And then the Engineer is another really heavy heavy fighter for the game, and I only I only chose the Outlander. So I didn't get to play, but I played up to level thirteen. Some things I did notice right off the bat: the differences is, is Torchlight Two is a lot faster mm-hmm. paced. Uh, you a lot, lot more fighting. Uh, the character speed—they move a lot quicker than they do in the first one, which is
0: kind of nice. Yeah,
3: because I felt like Torchlight One. I really like it so far, but it's slower. Yeah, they move slower.
0: Diablo is really slow too.
3: Yeah, and Diablo Two because or Three because I've been playing that. Yeah, um, but pretty much it's I mean it's the same game really. Uh, the how the skills are set up is basically how it is in one. You know, you choose, you know, focus, vitality, uh-huh. strength, and dexterity. Yeah, is the I other think, one. I
0: think that's what it is. It's been a while since I played it. So.
3: Mm-hmm, and you just choose your stats into that, and then you can choose a skill to um put into it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like this in the first one, but you can upgrade a uh, skill up to fifteen. When you hit level 15, it's, like, maxed out. Mm-hmm. So, like, each time you level up, you get one skill point, and occasionally you'll get two. Right. And you can put it into a specific skill. You know, mm-hmm. you unlock more as you gain levels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing about the beta, though, is it is online. They tested strictly online, no just single player. Uh-huh. So you can start a server if you want. And, you know, you can make it open to people or close it So to, to invite friends. You can name it whatever you want. Um... You know, you can join somebody's game if it's open, and you can try that out. I did not try any uh, multiplayer with anybody because I was holding out for you guys to get in. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then you guys never got in.
0: Yeah, we were actually going to do this, this week's episode on um, on Torch, the Torchlight 2 beta, but uh, we signed up for it too late, must be, because I know it's it's over now as, as we speak. I yeah. think it ended at some point today. Seven. Yeah. Our time. So we're gonna do this week's episode on the Torchlight 2 beta, but uh, Will was the only one that that got in because he he registered early enough to be able to get in. So
3: yeah, I just got my invite yesterday, right? Which was Wednesday. So
0: how how big of a download was it? Um,
3: see, the thing is, we went out to eat, so I started it and uh, got back and started playing. There you go. So I don't know how long it was, but I, like I don't, I don't think it was that long. All right,
0: well, your guys' internet is fast.
3: It is. It's like lightning. Hey. I Love that. Um.
0: So, I, one of the things I read about it that I think is neat is that there's a lot. There's a lot more like outdoor areas as yes. opposed to just being dungeon. strictly dungeons.
3: In the very first one, I chose an alchemist. In that one, in the first dungeon, I'm still pretty much in, mm-hmm. and you're just descending into a coal mine. Yeah, deeper and deeper and deeper. Yep. And this one, you start out walking. <laughs> Corey, you start out on <laughs> a outdoor, foresty area, and you walk around, killing uh, things outside, That's and then cool. like. Occasionally, like you can get a side quest, and you'll go into a dungeon, yeah. and that sort of thing. So it's not strictly uh, a dungeon; you're outside. It's a lot like um, Diablo's fir- Diablo Three is like first area, right? Yeah, sort okay. of. Yeah, but That's not cool. dark. Yeah. Not nearly as dark. It's like World of Warcraft graphics, right? And it still runs on high mm-hmm. everything. Perfectly fine on my computer, cool. which is awesome. So it's, it'll be
0: accessible to
1: more people yes. than Diablo cool. Three. Yeah, is this something I might possibly be able to run? Yeah, yeah you'll be able. Yeah, to. We,
0: that's one we should all get and play together. Yeah, definitely. There's actually a discount if you buy four. Really? Oh, yeah. one, four is only sixty bucks, whereas the game the game itself it's is 20, 20 So it'd be eighty oh. overall. So we guys. should just chip in and have someone buy it.
3: Perfect. i on that because it's coming out summertime. Yeah, uh, mid m- earlier to mid summer. Yeah, so Th- there's I mean, no
0: specific release date. I
3: mean, yeah, that'd be sweet. Diablo three didn't have a release date when it was doing a beta, or did it?
0: Uh, I think the release. I f- I did a nibble bit on the release date for Diablo, and I feel like it had the, the release date was in the fall. Uh, was it? Yeah. Okay, but late, like late I mean, fall.
3: It can't be that far off. No, everything else it's really polished and refined. The controls are great. Yeah. They um,
0: they were stress testing the servers. I yeah. think is what they were doing. That's
3: Corey, what, I
1: call engineer. You got it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but you
0: can make whatever you want. We don't have to have all the bases covered. I don't yeah. think.
1: Uh, I mean,
3: anything you guys want to ask? Yeah, you, you and uh, Corey played.
0: Is there still? There's still the companion thing, right? Yeah,
3: you. There's more variations to that. That's a good thing you brought that up. Well, uh, you can choose like a panther. You can choose like a hawk. Uh-huh. You know, eagle. Uh, all sorts of things. You know, you can choose. Before it was just a canine or a feline, right? In the first one,
0: mine actually ch- ended up changing to a dinosaur.
3: If you feed it fish, it yeah. changes to <laughs> yeah, random things. Yep. Yeah, which I keep... kind of like my panther. So right, I want to keep it.
0: After mine changed to
3: dinosaur, I just kept it. I was like, ah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's there's like maybe ten different types of pets, and I don't know if there's more. Even though it's just the beta, right? Um, you can also customize your character, which I don't think you could do in the first one. I could uh, be wrong. I kind it of look, yeah.
0: I don't think so. I think it was just gear. Did, no. Yeah, it was gear. just
3: specific, like a look for a certain character. Yeah, you can change that. I don't know. There wasn't a lot of variation in that, but I don't know if that was because it's the beta once again. Right. If they're holding out stuff, but I mean that's cool to be able to change your character. Um, I made my Outlander look more like a renegade type character because that's kind of what an Outlander is. That's cool. Um, man, I don't know, like it's 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 awesome. Yeah. I, it's, since it's adding multiplayer, it gives me more of a reason to want to get it. Mhm. it has a PvP too, right? Uh, I believe it's going to have that, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's I, it's, I don't want to call it a
6: competitor to Diablo 3 cuz it's really not, but like it's kind of a companion in a lot of ways. Oh, definitely. Um I feel like a lot of people that won't play Diablo 3 will play Torchlight solely because it's cheaper and <laughs> easier on your system's back yeah. like oh, Eric. Eric. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
3: It's, yeah,
6: and it's, it's like, I mean, I say like companion because, I mean, we all, the three of us own Diablo 3, the three of us will probably also own Torchlight just because we like that kind of game, yeah. and it's just like, uh, I don't know, it's like your Sunday morning cartoon as opposed to your Saturday night matinee, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, explain <laughs> that. <laughs> it's just Diablo 3 light. Okay. I,
1: li- I like that. Poor man's Diablo 3. Yeah.
0: But I I, th- I think in a lot of ways they do some things better, and I think one of those things is being able to run a lot more, oh. uh, a lot bigger variety of systems. Yeah. Um. And the whole companion thing, I mean, you can give them equipment and have them go back to town and sell yeah. it, so you don't have to do that exactly. all the time, which is awesome. Yeah. Because I was getting to the point where every, like, in Di- Diablo, every two or three minutes I have to go back to town and sell my crap. Same with oh, me. Oh, that would annoy the shit out of me. It did get annoying, because especially if you're starting to, like, get into the action yeah. and stuff, you'd have to get away from everybody and, you know, Easier town portal scroll or spell. Yeah, it's not a scroll anymore. But yeah, that did take you out of out of the action a little bit. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that as much in Torchlight, yeah, your, which I like.
3: Yeah. Your companion will take care of all that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Playing it, there is a lot of sounds that are from Diablo. You know when you get the town portal, it goes the, ah! type yeah. of thing? Yeah. There's that when you enter a dungeon. Like in Diablo 2, I remember those exact same sounds. Yeah. So it's kind of, it kind of has a a little bit of a feel for uh, Diablo. Well, I, feel I think
0: it's more of an homage to mm-hmm. Diablo as opposed to
3: mocking it. Yeah,
0: or, or mocking it, or even ripping it off. Yeah. Um, well,
3: the Diablo One people who are the ones that made this. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, There's still town portal mm-hmm. and identify scrolls like there were in the first one and the oh, other Diablos. Which I mean, they're good and bad because it takes up inventory space, but I mean, it's not really a big deal. You, know, you can stack those, right? Yeah, you can stack them. So there's really... they really—they don't take up very much space. Exactly. Um, wasn't overly the game wasn't overly hard. I chose normal out of like the four, and that was like the second lowest because mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure what to expect from it. Not very hard. There were a couple like a boss that was pretty difficult to kill, but it's it's an awesome game, mm-hmm. and I can't wait for it to come out and yeah. play it because it's a sweet game. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That, any other questions about it? No, I don't think so. There wasn't a non-disclosure agreement, was there? Uh, I didn't even check. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's an open beta stress test, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm probably not. It's, it's usually hard. for
0: the, usually for the open betas they don't do the they don't do the NDA. It's only for closed betas. Watch the downfall of
1: our
3: podcast because
1: a torchlight too.
0: No, I think they we would just have to take down this episode. <laughs>
3: I, this is all you'd have to do.
1: That's fine. Then John Jones won't kill me. Right, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Yeah, That's a good point, yeah.
3: Um, and another thing is... He's st- he's probably still around in the area, isn't he?
1: Oh, yeah. He's being arraigned soon.
3: Oh, boy.
0: Run, Eric. I got your back.
1: <laughs> I'm going to need a lot of people to have my <laughs> Yeah, I
0: know you would. Because one punch and I'd be down for the count. <laughs> me
1: too. I'd just go down on a heap.
0: I probably wouldn't even let him punch me. I'd just run away.
1: <laughs> Try and run. <laughs> he looked you... At can't you. run from him. I couldn't run from no. him, <laughs> him God, either, I couldn't. I couldn't run from fucking Will over here. C- Jesus. He's <laughs> like a puma
3: out there. Um... I have uh decided to get Prototype 2.
1: Oh cool. Oh. Cuz um that game I've been kind of interested in be watching on um uh dealson.com. They have that on there a lot for pretty cheap. Really? Mhm.
3: it's like a game that I've been kind of interested in. I was interest, really interested in Prototype 1 when it first came out, but I didn't have a job or money or anything. So, you know, I kind of forgot about it, but I saw a trailer for Prototype 2 and I was like, "Oh, that looks kind of cool." And I was like, "I mean, the first one's like 20 bucks right now." Twenty thirty, I was like, I might as well just try it out. Yeah. It's
1: also in Redbox.
3: Is it? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think it's that long of a game either. That's what I've heard, so. Cool. I thought I'm probably going to get that and try and beat that in uh, Prototype 2. Nice. For something a little different. Yeah, definitely. Okay. But other than that, that's pretty much all I've played. Cool. And Diablo 3. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm only level 20 with my uh, Wizard and 10 with my Witch Doctor.
0: Okay. So getting there.
3: Yeah. Liking it a lot though.
0: Okay. Corey, anything else to add?
6: Nothing to add, other than I'm excited for Torchlight 2.
0: Okay. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to it, especially if we all, all four of us play together. Oh yeah. Yeah, it'll
6: be good times. That'll be fun. Be a good way to drink booze and all hang out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll have to chat over Skype or something too.
1: Yeah. Team speak, bro. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I have a question. Uh, I I got a mouse for my laptop, and I lost the little thing that you have to plug in. Uh-huh. Did they just sell those?
0: Probably not. Maybe? <laughs> Look on Amazon.
1: Uh, no idea why I even took it out.
0: Why did you take it out? I
1: don't know. Dan, did, I don't know.
0: We're going to put it back in the mouse for transportation? or, or uh, Yeah, back in the mouse for transportation? I couldn't or? tell
1: you. <laughs> oh, my God. That sucks. Hmm.
0: That does suck.
1: So I'll have to get a new one before torchlight comes out. Yeah. Definitely.
0: They're pretty cheap, 20, yeah, 20 yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah. Use our Amazon. I'll make it. Amazon, th- Amazon, uh blah, blah, blah. The link. Link, yeah. <laughs> banner. Banner, that's what I was going for. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's that's all. You can find us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook if, if you're a listener especially. Um, if not, you know, if you have – access to someone else's Facebook account like our Facebook with their Facebook it, account.
1: Or hack into anybody's that you want.
0: Yeah, yeah, we don't care. Or, and follow us on Twitter the same way. Uh, our Facebook do- is uh, facebook.com slash thumbstick athletes. And then our Twitter is at capital T, capital S athletes. So yeah, uh, if, you know, like I said, if you have access to a wife or a girlfriend or husband or boyfriend's <laughs> Facebook, like us with their Facebook. Mom, dad, also, sister, brother. Right, or if you uh, have access to their iTunes or Zoom accounts, uh, subscribe to our podcast. On, <laughs> Download us. Yeah. Yep. Do what you got to do to get us more a little more love. Because,
1: um, God damn think, it, we need to get famous.
0: Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. I think that's all I got, right? Voicemail? Yeah, leave us a voicemail. Where's the cards business cards? Yep, right here.
6: Eric's gonna. We had a couple last week, and Eric. I think uh, they they were a hit.
1: I enjoyed it. Yeah. Our Google the voicemail is six zero seven five two seven zero five four seven. Yeah. And you don't have
6: to talk to anybody just leave your your comment or question or whatever and
1: yeah
3: it's,
6: it's a lot for uh audio podcasts it's a lot better to hear the comment rather than have it read to you
0: yeah it's hard for me to read too because my laptop that i read from is 90 degrees to the right of me so i have to try to talk into the microphone and read at the same time it's kind of a pain in the balls <laughs> so voicemails are always uh appreciated so okay i think that's everything uh, thanks for listening. That'll do it for episode 44. I'm your host, Dan.
3: I'm Eric. Will. Corey.
0: Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two,
3: three, four.